Hello, everybody, and welcome to Tides of Death. How are you doing today, my favorite players? Thank you. We're every time we're back to being the favorite players, then, yeah, is it? You have to say that every time now, because it's become an expectation yep. that we'll think we've done something wrong if you don't say it. Yep. It's you like when you're last at a time. gig, and the band is like, this is my favorite city. It's like, you say that at every city. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah they do. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, we're doing good, you know. One year older, but... That's right, complain. you've just had a birthday. Happy birthday. I have. Thanks very much. Would you like to share with the class how old you are? Well, I prefer guesses from the, not from the chat, fuck you guys, but from you, you four. 22. Thank you. Yeah, I'll take that. That's, that's too my low real, to be taken seriously. My real so. guess is like 32. No, it's okay, 34. I, yeah, yeah I'd say did, 34, 35, somewhere there. I mean, I did just tell you my fucking birth date, so. Yeah. You should <laughs> be able to. Yeah, you should tell us the exact year. 34, yeah, thank you. Uh-huh. Excellent. Well, it's been a few minutes since we've last played some Tides of Death. Where did we leave off with our party? I believe that we left off in the cellars of the uh, of our base. We were having a big conversation because the yep. cleric crew, I don't know why, but they're looking for Nilrum. Um, Nilrum fessed up that he had mentioned Rohi and a dragon named Telemachy Lenorum to them, so he doesn't know which one's they're here to talk about but if he had to garner a guess it would probably be the fact that he mentioned rohi however he did this at sales request and his own curiosity um and this was before the captain and i believe archie had also turned to rohi's uh eternal servitude so <clears throat> Nilrum is the, currently the only one not bound by rohi mm. Mm. So it'll just pick up back on in this. Uh, Captain, I think that I need to go and see what's, what the ship's about. I, I'll, I'll bring the crew, um, but we need to have this conversation with them, probably outside of these waters, if you know what I mean. Listen, Nilrim, I want to help you here, but you go to those clerics, you tell them that you know, we're all enthralled to row here. You point them in the direction of this place and you make out good. Go back to Arcadia with all that gold. And uh, you're sitting pretty while we're all getting fucked. It's got to be a better you, way. You know I've never been interested in gold and silver, Captain. That's more you and Archie. Yeah, yeah. I see you hoarding gold pieces in your robes, not telling me about it. Even if... Milram, the only thing... I don't care about gold. The only thing I would care about is the crew. So if you go to these people, you sell us out, and you leave, what the fuck... How is that helping us? How is that helping? I'm trying to go to these people to save you guys. Save us from what? The exact thing you feared would happen, Captain. Your soul. You think these people can save us? I think if there's anyone on this earth that can save us, it's going to be a cleric crew of. It's going to be this ship. They're going to know something that has a chance. Even if the chance is one in a hundred, I. I would rather take the conversation and figure it out. I'm not going to give up the crew. I'm not going to expose our mission, expose our base, expose you guys. I'm just gonna, I begged, let me have a conversation with them to save you all. All right, even, here's what we're gonna do. Go on sale first. <clears throat> even if I grant you that your intentions are pure and you go to speak with them in full honesty and in, and in good conscience, you are only one half of that exchange. You have no control over what they will do. What will they do to you? 
Will they capture you, take you? We can't. Might not be able to save you. You're at least half of this party's power in some circumstances. And if that's taken away and you're captured by these people and they force truth out of you, I don't know, maybe they have zones of truth. They have some sort of way to compel you to reveal this information. Do you think they're going to, out of the goodness of their heart, be like, you know what? These guys have been going around, burning islands, chopping off people's heads, stealing money. We're going to help them get unbound from this evil god. We're going to let them go. We're going to help them out. No, they're going to come. They're going to find us. They're going to exterminate us. And they're going to burn everything we've done to the ground. Millerum, do you know those scary stories that they sometimes tell at night at the boat where the people are walking around and there's a monster somewhere and someone in the group goes like, oh, we should split up. And then they obviously die. This is exactly what's happening here. Okay, we need to stick together as a crew. How about we do this then? How about we meet? How about I meet with them? And you happen to be in the bar. Somewhere in the bar. I have my conversation. You guys don't overhear it. Because I don't know if... <clears throat> normal point down. Um, I don't know how far it goes. I don't know if he'll be able to hear as well. But you be in the room. You be in the bar. And if anything goes bad, you guys are there to bail me out. Slash help me. Seem good? That's one operation. We should explore a few ideas, though. What if we arranged a meeting of one cleric and one nilrum? Therefore, the powers on either side of that exchange are equal. That's fine. Uh, I think the fear for me is a confrontation between our party and the entire clerical host. I will tell you the clerics are not usually very powerful in um, fighting. They're more vessels for their deity to use to create crops, uh, be wise. You're so they're, probably the... they're farmers and teachers? I'll beat them up. I'll punch them. I'll die. Easy. Problem yeah. solved. That's correct. Yes, sure. That is true. However, they do have certain spells, like they a do. person which basically will make Archie stand there. Even though they will feebly slap you for 10 minutes, Archie, you will eventually die. Yeah, that is true. Um, I'd like to trust Mr. you, Captain. Guys. Sales got a good point. These people aren't going to work with us. They're not going to help us. Why would they? They know what we've been doing. Not if they didn't want to work together. with us, they would have been searching for me in a different manner. Like what man is that? I asked the... I asked the most... Milk toast cleric in all of existence. <laughs> the cleric of good and trade. And he has he is the one who has got this whole concoction together. I, if anyone's gonna work with us, it's going to be this group of clerics. Why would they come um, in such force if they weren't planning for a fight? I don't think they're coming in force at all. If they were coming in force, they'd have fighters, they'd have people in actual armor with weapons. They came as just a group of clerics under the banner of all, not just one. They want to have a conversation. Let me talk, uh, as Sale said. Let's set up a meeting. Um, I can talk to the cleric of Belmonteris. Sale, you were talking about Zone of Truth, magic that can tell us somebody's lying. You have anything like that? If I don't want, to, if I can't listen into this conversation, I need some way that, to know that I can trust him. I have, uh, we do have a Zone of Truth scroll. Yeah, we do. We do have a scroll of it. Um, I think, I think personally, Nilrum's angle on this is interesting, but in order for me to fully back it, I would need to, I would just need more information. I would need some sort of 
concrete indication that they're not here uh, with some sort of clerical vengeance in mind. Okay, why don't we set up a meeting and rather than attend the meeting, we'll spy on them. See how they turn up to the meeting, right? See if they listen to our terms. We just won't show. We'll get in touch again. We'll say there had to be a change of plans. The White Prince was onto us. Can we arrange another meeting? And if everything's legit, we can go along with it the second time. Sounds good. I think. Um, Why don't we set up a one-on-one -on -one meeting? We spy first. If it is a one-on-one -on -one meeting, you let me go talk to them. If it's not, we know that they're bunk and we just move on. Okay, but I want that zone of truth scroll first. But uh, I mean, no one will hand it over if it's on his character sheet. It's either on mine or sales. Let me look. I think I don't think I actually wrote it down on my character sheet, but I think you did give me like the cleric scrolls. Um, yeah, I gave them to you. So make sure you put them on there. So you hand uh, it to me. I hand it to Sale. Oh, I do have it. It's a uh, neutralized poison X five, cure light wounds X four, tongues, yep. compulsive order, divination, and zone of truth. Yep, six zone of truths. Make sure you put six. Six of them. Nice. Six castings. Yeah. All right. So I hand the scroll to Sale and say, "How does this work?" Uh, I will spend some time studying the scroll and wait for Koibu to answer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So zone of truth. I'm going to double check the text right now, but it is a five foot square per level. So if you're 10th level, it's a 50 by 50 square area range, 30 yards. So you don't have to cast it exactly on yourself right here. Anyone who is within the area of effect must pass a saving throw versus spell. If they fail the saving throw versus spell, they are prevented from speaking any deliberate or knowing lies. Affected creatures are aware of the enchantment. Therefore, they may avoid answering questions to which they would normally respond with a lie, or they may be elusive as long as they remain within the boundaries of truth. When characters leave the area, you're free to speak as you choose. Um, yeah. So if you sale, pass your save, you can talk, you can lie, it's fine. You pass your save. Yeah. But if so, you don't, you have to... You can avoid things, but you have to be honest and truthful at all points in time. So it sounds like you can resist it, then. It's not a It's not a perfect, perfect uh, operation, Captain. If I'm resisting it, Captain, you'll, uh, you'll know that I'm being tricky with my wordplay. No, I'm okay. Stepping out of character, you can if you pass your save, you can just say whatever you like, right? Being yes. trick, failing your save, and then being tricky is a different thing. Is it um, is it a save on every on every single one save? No, at I the think beginning. it's just one save. Yeah. Can you so, willfully just say I'm not? Yeah, you can choose not to fail resist. your save. Yes. Now, okay. is there any way to discern that visually if you were watching someone's face? Like, do they have to put effort in to resist? Is there a way that he could do it so that it's obvious to say sail that he's not resisting? I think that would be more how it would play out in roleplay. So like if somebody is has resisted it, they would be confidently telling the truth, whereas somebody who didn't resist it and had like something to hide would be evasive. I don't think that's something you would maybe mechanically have something for. I don't know. Yeah, I don't yeah, but... think from the outside there is a way to know if someone is trying to pass their saving throw or not. I think that negates the whole point of giving someone a saving throw. 
Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, the only real way to be sure is to just repeat it like four times. Yeah, you know, this is kind of getting heavy for the role play, but I feel yeah. like if we're, I think... we need to be sure, then that's the way to do it. If you need to be sure, Captain, then do it four times. It's fine. My answers won't change. I feel as if we can trust Norum, at least <laughs> until he has a real reason to abandon us. Wait, sorry, I'm lost. What are we trying to figure out right now? If we can trust Nilrim. Because Nilrim doesn't want us to listen into his conversation. Because yeah. then Rohi might hear. That's it, yeah. yeah. So we need to let him speak to these clerics yeah. without us hearing. He could be selling us out. We've got no yeah, yeah. reason necessarily okay. to trust. Okay, well, I think we should use at least one scroll. I just want to see it play out. So can we do it in here, Sail, or is the lead and the silver going to mess with the spell? Um, I don't know actually. It it's not be... okay. It's fine. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Right. Let's do it. Then. Uh, wait. Hold on. Let me ask a question. Uh, what are we ascertaining here from Nilrum with, with, with the zone of truth? Are, are we not doing it after the meeting? No, I want to do it now to make sure he's not going to sell us out, and that also yeah, that he's willing fine. to that he's willing oh, to die okay. rather than rather than give us up if it comes okay. to that. I uh, I make Nilrum stand in the middle of the room and I take okay. out the scroll, Zone of Truth. And uh, how long does it last, roughly? Uh, one minute per level of the caster. Or what level? Your really situation, so so the spell is written at fifth level? Seventh okay. level, so... So mechanically, for every like statement that he makes, he has to pass a new save, right? No, no, no. Passes one, one save, save at the beginning of the spell. Okay, so why don't we just have him... Go ahead. Wait, couldn't we, couldn't we have him, like, this, Archie wouldn't think of this, but couldn't could we have him, like, say something to confirm that he is, like, in the zone of truth, like we say beforehand that he has to say, like, an obvious lie at the start, and if he doesn't? But I don't know if that works. But how can you know if this he is like a logic just, puzzle. How do you know if he's just lying or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah that, but, I, but I feel like there, this is, like, a logic puzzle. I feel like well, there's something that we can do to figure this out. Well, <clears throat> what if I, <laughs> what if I cast modify memory on him <laughs> that, like, forces him to tell a lie? Wait, how would that work? I don't know. There might be... But if he can't, but if I force him to tell a lie with a spell, and he can't tell a lie on his own a truth, then we know he's telling the truth. How can what you it, force what someone you... to tell a lie with a spell, though? That's yeah. what I'm wondering, because I'm trying to think, is there a because spell I have that we could do this? If I think if you... two squared is 12, and I say that, that's not a lie, I'm just stupid. Um, is... Ooh, do you guys I... remember... Do you guys remember that, like, brain teaser that's like, there's two guys, they're gu yeah, guiding yeah, the yeah. doors to heaven and hell... <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. But it's it's about something like the other one is lying or something like yeah. that. Yeah. You need that. like the other thing. Yeah. Um, what what if we do, what happens if you leave the zone of the spe tr truth and come back in? Do you make another save? I don't think that we should have it that way because then we can abuse it in the future. Like, oh, he's we're gonna bring him out, bring him back in, bring him out, bring him back oh, yeah. in. Like that would just be dumb for us. Yeah. yeah, I think one casting will affect you the same. If you leave the zone, you're free to speak. If you walk back in, you are You're on the same save. Yeah, I think that's the most sensible approach. Well, I guess they're getting a little bit meta because I don't think John Nasser understands all this much. I guess I would just say to Norm, all right, well, make sure you don't resist the spell. I'll know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, um, I'd give it the same. After hearing one of the questions that John was go going to ask, uh, he is going to attempt to resist the spell, but yeah. Okay. It shouldn't be Nilrum. too obvious. 
there is a command where you can roll dice and roll 20 and just oh, send the result good. to the DM. Um, it's slash GR. Um, and then you can roll me slash that's GR a 1 to 20. And that will be your saving throw that only you and I will know. Yeah, this is the real one. Okay. Okay. There you go. Got that. Um, Let me check your character sheet. Cause that's... What am I rolling for here? Uh, it's a save versus spell. spell. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've been playing D&D with you now for three or four years, and we haven't done this yet, so that's mm-hmm, nice. Mm-hmm. Okay, and if you need okay. to whisper to someone, you can do slash W and then type the person's name, and it'll pop up with an autofill nice. form and blah, 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 blah. Okay. Right, I'm ready. Nilrum waits his, awaits his questions. Seven minutes to ask Nilrum questions. Uh, seven minutes on the counter. Go. One question around, I think. Okay. Sam, do you want for us the questions? <laughs> Wait. I, I was, I was going to say we should <laughs> gather our questions before we cast them. Oh, that's the fine. Cast. Take your time, yeah. Yes, so I was looking at my... Uh, I was trying to think, is there like a way to use modify memory to be like, make him forget he's in his zone of truth and tell him if he says the sky is red, I'll give him 100 gold. Like, make him think that. But I guess that's yeah. not really a lie. He already said he doesn't care about gold anyway. Yeah. Um, okay, well, we're doing it on the fly, so... Wait! I guess. No room. We tell. No room. One, one second. What if we say, say the sky is red or we'll kill you? <laughs> or, 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 like, there, there's... Ugh, fuck. Never there is a logic I, puzzle here. No, I, it I feel work. like there's a way to figure this out, but I would I would have no. to like sit down for like half an hour. Let's just passes, go with it. We wouldn't figure this out anyway. Save. Like our characters wouldn't think of this. Right. He can say whatever he wants. Yeah. He can pretend to be failing. Because he's yeah. smart enough to know how to pretend yeah, to be Yeah, and there's like, yeah, yeah. It's it's pro- I don't know. I, I feel like there's a way here, but it, it would take our characters would never think of it, I think. I think the only person who could maybe figure this out would be Nilro himself, so it doesn't matter. You would have to know a lie that he has been telling you that you know he's been lying to you about and then call him out on it. Yeah. Yeah. That would work, maybe. Um, Damn. But we don't. I would need like like, multiple days of like divination of like, if (laughs) Nero's lying about this thing, if Nero's lying about this thing, you'd have to like find one. Um, Mm -hmm. So uh, from now on, every day that we're resting, I want to be practicing, like, <laughs> gathering <laughs> lies that Nilrum stole. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, first so, question. Nilrum, can the party trust you with our lives in this matter? Yes. <laughs> uh, Nilrum, if the clerics force you to choose between torture and death or giving us up, what would you choose? Torture and death. I look, does he look as if he's resisting the spell now? No, not at all. No, okay. Nilrim, which one of us three do you think is the coolest? John. I look inside. <laughs> no, Archie's like, yeah, no, that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. That makes sense, sense. Yeah, that's, yeah. You're right. Yeah, that's the a little. Yeah. <laughs> as a fellow spellcaster, I'm a little bit disappointed in you. Wait, do we need to make rolls as well, Neil? We are also in the zone of truth. You could be standing outside of it. If you walk no, into we've got it, to be in the, we've got to be in the room, right? And the AOE of the spell is going to fill the room. Well, then yeah, it's probably filling the room. Everybody, um, slash GR to Koivu, your 1d20. And then 
see who amongst you. Sorry, my internet cut out for a second. What happened? Uh, everyone else is rolling saves because they're also within the zone. Oh. Slash GR and then? And then Koibu. Uh-huh. And then there should be like a drop down. You can select it. And then 1d20 is what you roll. What's the what's the passing roll? Uh, I will DM you I'll if you passed or failed. Gotcha. Okay, it says unrecognized command slash GR. Give you slash GR and then 1d20. You see uh, my roll now. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. It's slash GR 1d20. I'm sorry. I fucked up. Yeah. Okay, I got it. Thanks a lot now. Yep. Yeah. Cool. All right, everyone has either passed or failed. We've communicated their pass or failing to everyone. Um, please continue from where you were. Hey, so after he says, John, I, I, I turn to Archie and say, Archie, I don't know. That seems like a lie. Uh, well, I, 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 it seems like the truth to me. You are the coolest, John. Look at Sile. <laughs> I'll just. Uh, I guess, I, guess I am friends. pretty cool. I guess I'm pretty cool. Hmm. Nilrim, what did you say exactly to these cl this cleric in uh, Redport? Um, paraphrase if you don't. Yeah, I'm going to paraphrase out of character because I don't really remember. But here's I think what that's what I your think. character should say. Then is that you don't. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember. Rem yeah, I don't remember exactly. But I asked him to look into a figure named Rohi, and he'll say it. Um... The lead room door is closed, right? Yeah. Tricky, tricky question. Uh, he says the word. So hopefully convincing you further that he is indeed <laughs> Zone of Truth. And uh, how much gold are you carrying on you right now? Out of interest. <sighs> Around 200? Yeah, how much gold are you carrying on you? Uh, I like jingle my pockets. I don't know, like 120-ish. Hmm. Okay. Well, I guess we can trust him. I don't know about these clerics, but uh, we're still in the zone of truth, right? For another yeah, few minutes. Like a couple. No one will ask the captain. Uh, John, do you trust me? More now than I did before. I'll turn to Archie right. like that's a no. <laughs> no one thinks that he passes save. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. Trying to think of like a good question I could ask someone while we're still in here. Yeah, it's quite interesting actually, isn't it? I think we were all focused on no one, but now the gears are well. Like... Have you ever stolen from the crew, Captain? Absolutely not. Never would I steal from my crew. It just happens to be that my share is the largest. <laughs> and none. Sail, do you want to be free of your deity? Sail, think for a moment. 
I'm not sure. Ooh. It's on just one like hand, yeah. on one hand, the power is nice. On the other, I'm not my own man anymore. Hear that? Four people in a room pretending to tell the truth. <laughs> <laughs> this is quite nice, really. We should do this more often. It's nice to get you know clear the air a little bit. Well, we have a limited. I mean, if we do this, if we do this often enough, eventually, like we'll hit a point where we're all telling the truth, right? Yeah. The question: <laughs> Can I inverse cast a scroll to be zone of life? <laughs> then we could do riddles. Oh, true. So you can only tell lies. Just for the viewers. Yeah, two players have passed. And two players funny. have failed. Oh, but I think the the fact that there's a chance to not do it is like always there, yeah. right? So it kind of messes with it. You would have to do it like a fuck ton of times, and then you could do like statistical analysis. <laughs> At this point, I think that that becomes out of the realm of roleplay, and it becomes like power gaming. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. All right, I will go and uh, get the crew if you guys don't have any other questions. We need to meet with the cleric soon, and um, I think yeah. they're the best route for We've telling them a message to them first, right? We need I to will... find out where they're going and leave a message at the tavern on the next island they're headed to. We should know where that is already. We know which way they're traveling around. Yeah, well, I think that's what we need to do, because we need to give them the terms of our arrangement here, where it's a one-on-one -on -one meeting between you and one of their number in a tavern on a well-populated island. Okay. What I would stipulate is, if possible, I would like to be able to cast Rapport on Nilrim before he goes into the meeting. Oh, wait, shit, no, we can't know what happens, can we? Yeah, you can't know what happens. <laughs> That's why it's fucky, yeah. Um, Nilrim will pull out a piece of paper. He'll cast, um... I don't know, tell me if this is fine. He'll cast Cantrip. He'll make a magical, uh... Quill. And he'll just write on it in magic. Is that fine? Just like a magic letter with no... Like you, real... uh, you magic a clearly fake piece of paper and a clearly fake... No, a, re a, real, a real piece of paper, a fake quill out of magic and if he writes on the paper can it just stay it will like, written, like ink it will stay for the duration of the cantrip as long as the paper stays within away. 10 feet of you yeah okay never mind then fuck that um i'll go interesting way of doing note. secret notes that is an interesting way to do secret notes though yeah like if you're in school you pass like your crush a secret note and the teacher picks it up and it goes blank you're fucking saved dude it's nice huge Okay, normal fashion, a real note. Um, he knows the islands in the ring, so he'll say, hey, this island at this place. I don't think we need to get too down in the depths with it. Where, whichever island you want to do will be there. Yeah, well, I was thinking maybe the um, the party island, right? We've all shown our face around there before. We probably know people. We can blend in. We're just out of that, uh, we're just out of that area, I think. Ah, they're not too far off, actually. No, it's they're, like over, they're like over here, I think. So they need to go over here. Show me where they are. Oh, I right. Think, you I mean, think oh, okay. them, like, this way? They were going that way? Oh, and that ship probably can't go against the tide. I don't know. You, what ship was it, Koibu? Well, you only saw them parked in the harbor. You gave them a moment's notice and moved on. Most ships go with the current. It's just much faster. You cover a much greater ground going with the current than against it. But this is one of the major problems here. On the big open ocean with 60-some aisles, no, 70-some aisles, there's no way to find these people. You sort of have to luck into them or 
leave a Wait, message for them. them somewhere? I think we saw them at a different island. We didn't just see them here at Sulfur, at uh, Flotsam. They had ventured out while Nilrum was creating some shit, and they had like met the ship again out here or something, right? There was um, you were getting some resupply from Crystal mm. Cove, and the people in Crystal Cove were telling you that they ran into a ship of clerics that were asking questions about Nilrum. Okay, well, they're going to be going island by island, I assume, looking, so let's just do what they did. Go island by island until we find them. Then we can leave them a message and go to the next one. The other option yeah. is that uh, Mildred will know where they are, probably. They'll have paperwork and they'll be yeah, able to, she'll know where they Finding are. Finding another ship on the open seas, even island hopping looking for them, is a difficult process. You know, if they're on the outer ring, you might be able to catch up to them on the outer ring. But if they've yeah. moved to the Midlands or if they've gone somewhere else, you know, finding oh. a ship that's on the move, almost impossible without a source of magic. What does their on, note say? I could ask. Um... Like, if you find Nilrum, how do you contact them? I'm sure that the note that they're passing around or the flyers are saying, like, we have an emissary in X spot, uh, like X island, who can contact the big ship. Otherwise, it doesn't make sense. They're just, like, heading around looking for someone. They're asking questions. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, why don't we, uh, we know which way they were sailing, Neil? They were sailing with the current in the yeah. clockwise direction. We could start going around clockwise in our legit ship, docking at a place for a night, saying, oh, have you seen a big group of clerics going around here? And they'll say, oh, yeah, probably. And then we'll say, you know, how far away did you see them? And then we can maybe catch up with them like that. How many days ago were they here? Yeah. 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 Let's do it. And that would let us know whether or not we need to skip islands and stuff. And if we get all the way to Mildred, we can ask her. But that's like the other side of the ring, rim, right? Mm -hmm. I could probably also... I don't know if I have the reagents for it, but I might be able to use divination to be like, should we skip the next island? Or mm -hmm. like, that could work, yeah. Let's, okay. um... Should we take both of our ships? We maybe put the other one in the bottle in case we need to make an escape, okay. yeah? Yeah. Let me do that then. Okay, I'm ready when you guys are. Well, when we leave this room, we can't talk of this again. Sounds good. In fact, in fact, maybe we should spend a moment to get our story straight in our own heads for how we're going to talk about this with each other once we come out of this room. Because if Rohi really is watching us, he's going to know what we're doing to some extent. Right? We are hunting for information to find out what their purpose is, what they're doing here. We're sending Nilrim undercover to try to get information out of them and to assess whether or not they're a threat to us and Rohi. Why are we sending Nilrim? Because we're scared that they might be able to sense him on us. Because we are bonded and Nilrim isn't. Okay. All right. Don't let it slip or this is all for nothing. All right. Wait, Nilrim. Yep. I have one more question. I think the time's up, but you can ask. Do you want to, like, hang out later? <laughs> no, we're not. Yeah, we can hang out. Cool. <laughs> Alright, All right. I go to the door. I put my hand on the handle. I cast one look back over my shoulder at my unwieldy crew. And then I open the door and walk out. Okay. The party heads back into the base where everyone else is milling about doing 
this thing and that. You're going to get your big ship ready, your many-masted ship that has the proper paperwork. And you're going to sail along the outer rim, looking for yep. the cleric ship. The small yep. ship is in the bottle. Yep. Yeah. Um, my recommendation as well is that we bring the anti-magic shield uh, in case we do get into a confrontation with the clerics, we can basically eliminate the threat of, like, hold person, and they just become, like, wet priests, noodles, you know? Yeah, we've got to isolate I think shield. if we're ever going to take the shield, it's going to be now, yeah? Yeah, but don't lose your armor spells if you don't need to, so, mm. you know, let's keep it in one part of the ship. We'll get one of the uh, non-magicked crew members to basically shove it in one end of the ship and look after it. Mm. I think the crow's nest is probably the safest place, right? Because it's like... Yeah. No That's one true. gets affected. Okay, yeah. And a protector, like, chain lightning, yeah. Oh, that's true, though, as well. Wait. It's a good point, though, isn't it? Would the crow's nest attract a lightning bolt cast at the ship? Or is it more nuanced than that? It would be like direction? a bubble, where like maybe it would either be the lightning bolt would go around the bubble, or when it hits the bubble, it like gets cancelled. No, but I'm saying because you know, like how you have a lightning rod on a building, and all lightning strikes out that building when it hit the lightning rod. I wonder if the crow's nest would act like that, and then we could put the shield up there to like almost defend our whole ship from. Lightning. So, in ship to ship combat, when we're casting spells, everything is sort of moving and heaving. That ship is moving. Your ship is moving. The water is moving. Like it's a kind of a chaotic, messy situation. So, where you try to strike a ship with a spell and where you actually strike a ship with a spell is going to be a little bit different. Um, so, if you aim for somewhere, you may end up striking the crow's nest. If the crow's nest is more likely to attract a lightning bolt, um, is maybe not all that accurate. Because you're when you normally cast a lightning bolt, you can cast it near a tree, but not on the tree. Otherwise, yeah. lightning bolt spells would be useless in a great many Forest. situations. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you might end up hitting the crow's nest. You might end up missing the ship and hitting the water beside it. There's a lot of things that could go wrong. I also wonder, is the lightning bolt magic? Ooh, that's Cause, a good point. Because it's not the same as lightning bolt, the wizard spell, is it? It summons a magic cloud, maybe. It just forces a lightning storm. It doesn't necessarily... Make much uh, damage correlates to your level, right? Mm, that's true. That would make yeah. it magical. Point but no. it yeah. is no way. It doesn't. You it do just need a storm. It's eight times my level. It's eight. Yeah. The eight times your level. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, fair enough. Yeah. The other thing is, we need to get like enough magical shields and just outfit a mage killer ship that just has yeah. like the entire ship is clad in these like anti magic fields. And they're just like fireball, and it just puffs out, and the ship keeps coming. Oh shit! I just had a vision of like a future episode, right? Where we we attack the wizard college, and we do it by like ramming a ship full of anti magic shields like through the side of a wall, just like smashing into the middle of their little lab or whatever. We start getting the crew to fling the shields everywhere, and we all dive off the ship and start fucking them up. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> Could we make anti-magic knuckles for Yan so he's just like punching the magic out of wizards? <laughs> Holy shit. Could I block a fireball if I did that? Oh, that would be so sick. That would work as well. But you'd have 10 armor though, so there's that. Yeah. Well, uh, I think we set up and get going. Yeah. Is there anything that needs doing around here? Any instructions to leave for people? This seems like too big uh, of an issue to deal with your, your crew at this point. Wiley can can manage everything else. 
Yeah, we're bringing most of the crew with us, right? Because we're taking the big ship, so. We're taking okay. the big ship, yeah, most of the crew's coming. Excellent. So we're gonna have a whole bunch of people on this ship, and you're gonna go look for a ship filled with clerics from another realm we're here hunting Nilrum. Was, oh yeah. well, yeah. I don't know about hunting, but the hunter for? becomes the hunted Nil. Looking for. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well then. Off we sail. In the clockwise direction, and why don't we take our first break right here, and we'll come back on the other side with a little bit more tides of death. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Tides of Death. Our party sets sail across the open sea. Well, actually, kind of an enclosed sea, but across the ocean looking for this ship of clerics. Now, the last time you saw them in Port Ferris was mid-December, uh, and now you are here in Port Ferris in, like, early February. So they've been gone at least a month and a half. Does that mean, uh, how do you want to, do you want to just start island by island, uh, stopping and asking as you go? Do you want to try and cut halfway across to keep up with them or to try and catch up a little bit? No, I don't, well, I, I think they're right. They'll have come across the islands where people will definitely recognize us, where we've done extensive things. And I imagine they'll probably spend more time on those islands. So even though you could probably, what, get around the whole rim in a month, two months, Neil, is that right? It's a, a few months, I think. Yeah, so we could try and cut to catch up, but I think they might not be as far around as we think. Mm. You think they might have yeah, to stop like... and spend some time in, on each place? Yeah, I think so. Maybe not every place, but definitely like Jamuba. They'll probably be there for a while, I'd imagine, mm. since there'll be a lot of evidence of us there. Huh? Um, so maybe we cut to... Well... Oh, well, what about Port Augustus? Was that, that everything was okay there, wasn't it? Anyone remember what went down in Port Augustus? I don't think our characters remember what happened in Port Augustus, right? That's the weird island. No, I thought the weird island was Alba. No. Oh, yeah. No, I think you're right. Um. I don't know. I would, I would personally just cut through and see then what happened. Yeah, well, it's also, go, if you're comfortable with me doing this first. That's fine, yeah. If you're comfortable with me doing like a divination, I could be like, should we sail a quarter way around the rim to find the clerics? Yeah. And that'll give us yeah. a and I don't know, like, we'll maybe have a better question. Yeah, if you can consult uh, the drowned god, then do so. Let's yeah. use our wisdom. I'll go to the edge of the ocean, and I will cast the divination spell. Hang on one second. Uh, and my sacrifice will be one of the many heads that I've collected with two coins over the eyes. Mm. Two gold coins, because I'm not asking for much. I just want directions. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like an advanced version of the omen reading. Yeah. I had to make my check my math and my notes on sailing speeds here. Uh, what are you doing exactly? You're asking a question. 
Yes. Um, my question is, how far around the rim do I need to sail? Essentially, but I'm trying to think of a, maybe, is that like a valid question to ask in a divination? Or? Will we do Maybe it's something like, where in the rim should I start my search? Yeah. Specific goal that will occur within a one-week period. Sort of a an awkward question. So it's like, if I do this, then what will... Oh no, useful, useful piece of advice concerning a specific goal, event, or activity that will occur within a one-week period. So if we venture into the third level, will we do well? clearly happening right up now i guess um where should i start my search is um, an event that will happen right now in one week yeah. yeah and like if they're more than a week of sailing away then the answer would be like inconclusive in a big way maybe hmm. well no because if you start your search halfway across the rim then your search is still starting when you leave port ferris right you're just not getting there until yeah i suppose a little while Where should I go to begin looking, maybe? That way it clarifies that you're going to go and then look. Okay. That's a pretty solid way of starting it off. Because it doesn't tell yep. you anything about the future. It just tells you about what to do right now. Yes. Okay. Which, so the question, which direction should I sail? Yeah. Well, hang on. We want to be going the same direction as them, don't we? Because the point is to try and be behind them and catch up, not be in front <laughs> of them. Front, then, we won't yeah. get any, then we won't get any information from the, the islands that we passed by. So, would you phrase your, your question, please, for me? Um, which quadrant or cardinal direction or, or quarter of the rim should I begin my search? Or should I set sail to? Which quarter of the rim should you set your sails to? Yes. To find the name of that ship, Maiden's Kiss or whatever. Is the quarter relative to the cardinal directions or is it relative to Port Ferris? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> How many radians? From Port Ferris. Should I begin my search? <laughs> Only Nilrum was qualified to ask that question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's see. It the answer will come to you. The answer is avoid the rim sail to the inner ring. Uh, well that's fine. Is that fine? The mid the middle ring. Right? Have we been inner to the middle ring. ring yet? The inner ring. Inner ring. Oh. Inner ring. Was sailing. Okay. If it... Right now. I return to the party and I'll just say, okay, guys, we're gonna go find Telemachy. <laughs> well, the inner ring should be fine. We're on a we're on a real ship. If if we're ever going to travel, then it's going to be on this ship, this real ship, where we have the paperwork. We're fine. No one knows. Us four shouldn't be seen. But the whole other crew should be fine. 
Maybe we use the crew to go on board, uh, on land, ask the questions. Is there any the magic on your ship? Just us? Yeah, we've got just magic the, weapons, yeah. Just, just the weapons and the spells that are cast on you, you're not bringing the drums? We wouldn't bring the drums necessarily on this ship. I mean, we, usually, well, we probably would bring them. We would bring, we're gonna have the drums, but we're also gonna have the anti-magic shield. So we'll probably keep all that sores. But they know, what if they come on the ship and check? But then they're gonna see a shield. So that means when you go to the inner ring, you're you're gonna bring the anti-magic shield. No one's gonna have any protection magics cast on them, and all of your magical equipment, including any potions or healing solves or whatnot, are going to be sitting underneath the shield. So if something yeah, if happens, you've got no no magic on you anywhere. Or if they come on the ship and search it and find it, and then we're fucked. Yeah. I feel like. It's just gonna run like a. They're not gonna be like searching our ship. We're gonna go into yeah. port. We we can go into port, and then our people can literally go and talk to the clerical duders, um, and tell they them, could... hey, we want to have a meeting at, at X Island. They've searched our ship before. <clears throat> yeah. Wait. Why don't we just sit? Why don't we just sit here? We can go on the long ship and do some other shit, and send our dudes on the real ship into the inner islands to go and tell the clerical dudes to meet us out here. We don't even need to be on the ship. What, it's what a real ship. There? Huh? What are they doing there? We need a reason for them to be going. But yeah, that could work. I don't think we need a reason. You can travel where you want. They're going to ask, though. And that sounds like are... a problem you can pass off to your henchmen. Yeah. They can figure oh, yeah. it out. Sounds like a fun side story for some time that only three people can make it. There you go. Okay, yeah. Okay. We send okay. them off. Okay. You'd send uh, the big ship with crew. Sorry, go ahead, Sale. Probably with instructions to, like, hit a few towns with notes. Yeah. Yeah, Just, yeah like, maybe. Wherever they land, you know. And we want to meet... Pick, okay. pick up some people from the island, right? Because that way we can have our secondary characters. Or at least I yeah. can have one. Because he's on the island, so... Yeah, sure. they'll go and pick up Dan and Ted. Well, actually, they can. Maybe not the ogre, but they can maybe pick not. up... Uh, my guy's name, I can't even remember his name anymore. We'll we'll um, let that story unfold itself in a, another session, another time. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Okay, we tell him to meet us on uh Yeah, where where's the meeting point? That's actually important. Oh. He can leave him at they can meet us back at the island with Brophy, right? We'll we'll head back there. That's we'll, good. We'll for island. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good island to meet. That's our power base too. Yeah, no, that's yeah. a good island to be at. You want to invite Island. these clerics who are looking for Nilrum with questions about Rohi to the island that you're setting up. That's correct. Oh, sorry, no. No? Sorry, I didn't realize that's what I was asking. I thought you meant, like, where would we meet back up with our ship? No, no, no. Where do you want the clerics to come meet you? No, no. It needs to be populated so that they can't just attack us in person. Like, we are so not afraid. Well, that's why we, we would want it to be on that island because they can't attack us in person. Our whole crew's there. If they attacked us, the whole island would be against them, and we would absolutely just slaughter them. Well, the people on the island, like, I don't know how well they'd hold up against, like, ten clerics casting hold person. Th that's a numbers game here, where we have a bunch of people on the island, and those clerics aren't going to be worth their salt in a fight. We're just I'm just saying, if we want our... if we Yeah. <laughs> we're just looking to speak to them right now, and get Correct. an idea of what they're up to. If we want to ambush them and kill them later, which, let's be honest, we probably do, 
then we set up the meeting on Sulphur Island. Let's talk with them now. Let's give them enough breadcrumbs so that we can lure them in later if we need to ambush them. So let's do it somewhere more public. Not Ferris, not Sulphur. I think the party island is the best place to do it. I know people there. I've got people who I've, you know, thrown a few gold to that'll tell me uh, the details. I we can do it on Angel Island. Plus, when uh, you say party island, you mean Angel Island, not the island that belongs to the party. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean okay. where we send like Wiley and that to go. <clears throat> gotcha, gotcha. Unwind. Yes, okay. And we'll I go hang out on Angel Island for like, a week uh, or two. To sort of mafia eyes that place. Yeah. Like, so we can start running all the casinos and the bars and that. Great. Well, in the meantime, the party gets on their long ship. Just the four of you now, with your uh, magic drums and all of your gear. And we set sail I... for that other side quest that you had been going for. That uh, the, searching deeper into Telemachy, where he lives, which at the end of last session, you got a location for on the northeast corner of the Outer Ring. That's I think... like, did we? Exactly. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. we should just chill on Angel Island for a few weeks and wait for the clerics to come. I don't want to miss our rendezvous. Um, I think that'd be a good for the party as well. We can all, yeah, but you we know, do some bonding. Right? Yeah, you just wait. We do some bonding in character, you know? Gives us more chance to he not want to... Who knows how long it's going to take those guys to find them? Uh, yeah, it could, be, it could be two, three months before they get back. Well, there's only two islands that they can be on in the middle. We're not going to miss them. These guys have got nothing better to do but look for us. If they got lead, they'll wait. How long do I think that it'll take, Koibu, um, just for the ship to get to the middlings? For your ship to get to the middle, um, inbound will take a little more than a week. And then it's uh, we'll probably need a day on each island there, going off and asking questions. So that's another five days. Um, that bring us to about 17 and then it'll take them maybe um, another back. 20 days to get back. It's much slower going out because you're oh. going against the curve current. <laughs> okay, we got about a month then. So you've got at least a month, and that's with your fast, large ship. If the, the clerics aren't in such a fast ship, those their ability to follow you might be a lot slower. That's like fine. If they're in a cargo ship, then it'll take like almost a month for them to get all the way out. Um, let alone, and then if they come out from one spot, they might have to like go along the rim a little bit more to even find you. So you're probably looking at a month to two months before they'll arrive from the inner ring. Okay, I don't think we care. Do we care about the dragon? I yeah. asked the party. We Why? released the dragon. It's related. Yeah, it sounds. It sounds like he sealed it, and I don't know how dragons react, but. Enemy of my enemy is my friend. Okay, that's fine. I guess we can go talk to him. I just don't know if a dragon's going to want to be concerned with us. I mean, we freed him, so... Maybe he owes us a debt. I think we, we can go over there favor. and we can ask the drowned one what the what the situation is with the, the dragon. Maybe when we're closer to it, we'll get a better answer. We're the but, Crimson uh, Fist. He better be concerned with us. Come on. Damn right. You ever seen a man punch a dragon to death? <laughs> you will. Yeah, soon. <laughs> Campaign um, One thought, though. Why would our clerical friends be heading to the inner room? I'd look for me. Perhaps. Um, 
perhaps to speak to someone in particular about you. Sure. Yeah. It could be a multiple of things. Uh, it could be they are rendezvousing with maybe another party, someone they know, or they are going to meet as a delegation with the White Prince, his men, maybe some of his people. Uh, maybe this will be initiating a larger search, if indeed it is a hostile search. There's a lot of reasons they could be going to the inner ring, in my opinion, Captain. Okay. Let's uh, sail. Speak to the crew on the ship and just make sure they understand the uh, delicateness of the situation. And when they hand this note off, it needs to be done like not in a direct open place and if possible, like slip to them without them even seeing the person who gave it to them. Yeah, like hand it to a third party who will deliver the note. Uh, yes. Yeah. Because if they've spoken to the White Prince and then we go like, oh, hey, you know, come back with us to our island and meet with us, we might be in a world of trouble. Yeah, the Sulphur Island might get scoured for the second time. We should also be prepared. They, they might go with that note to the White Prince and say they want to meet here in the rim. Now, if that happens, I think we have to, that's where we should have a show of force. If they try and come out the way, come all the way out here with them. Yeah, I, if we're on our way to uh, this island to the east, perhaps we could stop in the towns anyway and ask questions about how they were conducting their search. Were they aggressive? Were they curious? Were they diplomatic? Yeah. How were yeah. they presenting themselves in their search? That makes sense. Okay. But that would okay. give us more information about how trustworthy sending the note might be. And remember, if we see the White Prince's ships out on the rim and it's not complete suicide, we're going to do something about it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. So, yeah, you know, I guess maybe I ask Archie to go and deliver that message to the crew to make sure that they're all okay before they leave, but then we can go. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, Captain. What's, what's, just to confirm, what's the message again? <laughs> well, I told Sale, Sale's going to go with you and he'll explain it to you so you make sure you get it right. All right, all right, you got it, you got it, you got it. <laughs> All right. No way our, I can fuck this up. Our party will set out from Port Ferris and head to Yuma, the first stop along the way. Yeah? Um, no, I think we can skip Yuma. I, let, let's stop at, like, Augustus and... Yeah. Yeah, let's just stop at Augustus, yeah. Port Augustus. Goes. First time being here, I do believe. The city of Port Augustus is at the very end of Summerland, a large island that sort of has like a, a an X or a weird Y shape going on with it. There is a mountain. Oops, that's the wrong track. There is a, a mountain at the very center of it called Mount Solstice that rises up and can be seen from miles in all directions. Forests and jungles cover the island all the way up to Port Augustus, where a large wall has been built from side to side of the peninsula. The wall tower is 100 feet high. You can see it from the dock as you arrive. The town is a busy, bustling little um, epicenter of civilization out here on this warm, sunshiny island with nice, cool breezes right across the, the narrows of the peninsula. Um, lots of fishing, little tiny bit of farming, lots of um, woodworking and um, hunting, furs, skins, seals, that sort of stuff. And all be found here in Port Augustus. So when we're within like sight of the dock, you know, like a decent rose away, uh, I'll shout like, anchor's down! And we'll anchor the ship out here. 
and I'll sort of call everyone onto the. I don't know this is a tiny little ship, so it's just tiny just, ship. Yeah, you're screaming for no yeah. reason, Captain. <laughs> you're right. Sorry, I got ahead of myself. Um, you know, we've not got the big ship. We've not got papers. There's no point going to the dock. Do you think we could just one of us could row in on a rowboat and ask our questions and leave? Because uh, I don't really want to have to waste our bottle. Are there any Mind fishermen out sure. here, Koibu? Totally. Can we just hail a fisherman? Good idea. I asked the captain. Yeah, that's a good idea. It's a really good idea. We can offer him some gold to go and ask the questions for us if he doesn't know. Yeah, I'll pull out a bag of four gold. Okay, yeah. Over can... there! I shout and start waving to a yeah. fisherman. A pair of fishermen are out on the water. They see your ship rowing over to them. I take it you, you're rowing by hand, or are you rowing with your ghostly sailors? No, I think we, we've stopped and dropped anchor, and we're trying to get them to row to us. Mm. Ah. I'll, like, wave a bag of gold in there, or a bag of coins. Yeah, it's going to take them a little while. They've got their nets cast into the sea. they got to, like, pull them out, haul in whatever they've got. Um, but eventually, they'll make their way over to you. They give you the, like, give us, you know, 10 minutes while we pull up our nets signs. Yeah. Um, and soon okay. their little rowboat comes on over towards yours. They give a chuckle to themselves. <laughs> this this boat with just the four of you? How the hell did you get out here? He's strong. Look at him. He can row for 10 men. I suppose. Uh, anyway, my name is Bob. This is my my wife, also named Bob. Um, what do you need? Huh. Lord and Lady Bob. We're, uh, I look to Milram and say, um, we're looking for some people that are looking for us. Think they might have passed through here. Wondering if you see them. Ship of a big ship, probably. Clerics. Bunch of them. Oh, the Arcadian ship with all the clerics? Woo! Then the talk of the town. Ah, yeah, they're the ones we're looking for. How are they looking for you? Them? No, they're not looking for us. Looking for a friend of a friend. Uh-huh. Um, how do they seem? They seem upset. Uh, well, you know, clerics all... For justice and Valmontarius this, for, for a stare, you know, god of law have, and society, that... They have weapons? They have people with them? I mean, they're clerics, right? Don't, doesn't that mean, by definition, that they've got magical, spiritual, ghostly yeah, I weapons? Know, but they have, they have armor. They have swords. Did you hear what uh, they wanted? Well, they're looking for a man. Um, I, uh, I throw the bag of coins over to the their side of the ship. Catches it. It's hey. probably like, like a like a hundred silver, so. Looks through it, um, nods appreciably. He's looking for a man who's about, oh, 5'10", 180 pounds, sort of dark hair. And he, like, looks at Nilrum. <laughs> um, you know, they had a, a flyer. Cheekbones and nose and eyes look pretty similar to what that guy is. I mean, if, based on the flyer that I saw a couple, like, last month, I, they're looking for someone who looks a lot like him. Yeah, okay. So let's say they're looking for him, theoretically. I mean, you know, it's a friend right. of his that looks a lot like him, but... His twin brother. Um, his evil twin. Yeah, got it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they they seem like they were out for blood. Uh, You know, they didn't really say we need to find him and murder him. Like, What's the wanted in. poster say? Did it say, like, wanted for something? Or? They were asking about a man who had come for Acadia and had said some interesting things. They said they needed to speak with him 
and that he was very dangerous, and that if we saw him, we should not talk to him or engage with him. Um, and if they come by, they would pay us some extra money if if um, we could give them any information to his, where his whereabouts are. Don't you remember, well, sweetheart? And she looks to the husband, who's like, yeah, they did say he was super dangerous. We're not the good thing. We're not the good twin, right? And I'll slap Nurem on the shoulder. <laughs> How'd you say you rode this big boat? Let, don't concern yourselves with that. There's I only, mean, uh... you know, even if you can row for three men, you can only row on one side of this boat at a time. Let me teach you a little lesson here, guys. Um, Sweetie, don't ask you know, the nice it... men questions like that. Just go about your if... business. Exactly. You know, if you're going to sell us out then at least pretend that you're not going to because you're liable to get yourselves killed talking like that. <laughs> I just put my feet in my mouth all the time. I'm sorry. I don't know how this works. Uh, well, you know, you've taken the silver, right? Happy with that? You don't know who we are. Yeah. You don't know where we're going. You don't really know what any of us look like. So I don't really think there's much for you to tell, really. I mean, even if you uh, called these guys over to talk to you, they'd probably be upset with you for wasting their time. Probably best to just take your silver, go back to your fishing, and, uh, you know, worry about the next thing on the day. I suppose that's what the White Prince's men were thinking, too, when they left town. Okay, have a nice day. They uh, begin to get back in their boat and push off from yours and sail out way past the point where they were fishing, leaving their Wait. buoys and crab traps. I shout back after them as they start to row off. Just know that, that it's only been a few seconds now, so they're Sure, not, sure, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, when were they around? Um, right before winter solstice? How long did they stay? I, I don't know. I, I didn't see them in town at all. I think they were only there for a day, maybe two, maybe three. I, I okay. didn't see any of them personally. I wave more. Ah. Good luck with the fish. And they're out. They turn to the group and shrug. Do we want to go and investigate more and talk to people who actually had contact with the clerics or do we want to move on to the next island? I think I'm we'll on good enough info. Yeah, let's go. I reckon wherever we end up looking for this dragon that uh, whoever lived on the island would probably swim as well. Yeah, where's the dragon at? Um, well, there was a flubbed roll and so we have a general location but we're not sure which one. Um, and so our party no, yeah, will... Yeah. We'll sail along, skipping Colrogia, where the dwarves Can I give you live. a navigation check? Yeah, if you're just going to cut Brilliant. these islands out of the way just to pick up some speed, then you can cut right on through and make your way between or near the two islands known as Rocky Ridge and Hookfin Island. It's over here somewhere that, you, that your divination returned this is where you would go looking for um for telemachy now when you come by these islands and you've sailed past them a few times before you don't see any ports or towns or cities you don't see any docks you don't really see any signs of civilization at all um, you'll see that there are a lot of rivers coming off of these mountains that flow into the sea and the grass the, the land here looks pretty good there's trees there's grass there's forests mountains fresh water these islands are primed to be centers of civilization 
but you see mm. no towns or cities from your boat. Um, at least not as you're sailing past them. Um, I call for a starboard turn or port turn, whatever. Let's turn into That's this. Uh, yeah, let's turn starboard into the center of these islands here. Yeah. Inwards we sail, right between the two of them. You're maybe you know, 40 miles between these two islands, so your boat can sort of sit in between the two, drop anchor onto the coral reefs down below, and um, take a gander. My understanding of spyglasses is limited, but can I get any meaningful information? I think yeah. John like whips out his spyglass now and like looks around him. Absolutely. Give me a perception check. Yes, sir. The dumb stat. True. Ah. But yes. roll. As you're gazing across the the coastlines, you spot what appears to be a collection of rocky spires um, over here on the northern island. The one that's marked on your map is Rocky Ridge, right by this big river that your map seems to show having like a whole bunch of other smaller rivers feeding into it. Um, at the mouth these of it. spires. Oh yeah, go ahead. Uh, the, yeah, there's these weird rocky spires that are maybe 12 feet tall and sort of like um, broad at the base and narrow at the top. They're looking man-made. It's hard to tell. Your spyglass can't resolve that level of detail, um, but they're unusual. Like, it could be a natural formation of buttes or weird spires, um, but it's an unusual one. It could be man-made. I have a spyglass to sail. Um, point to it. So, what do you make of that? Yeah, I will investigate it and try to think back if I've ever heard of a story of something like this, like people who live in rocks or people who live in spire houses. Hmm, let's see. Pull your character sheet over here for a moment. Um, why don't you roll me a flat 1d20? I will play with it. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Yeah. You haven't heard about anything like that whatsoever. The closest thing is that there are a species of gnomes that live in trees, um, sort of like leprechauns live under trees. That's about it. That's all about you got. I'll be honest are with they... you, Captain. I've never seen anything like this in my life. Well, is anyone living here? I hand the spyglass to Archie so that everyone can take a look. I mean, can you ask him which island we should go to? Uh, yeah, um, but I would need a knight to prepare either the spell or I could do an omen reading and ask a more simple question. Yeah, Is there I like a, a brief that I could stand in and, or would we have to go to shore? You'd have to go to one of the shores. There are, there's a reef below you, but it's some like hundred feet below. Damn. Can't we just throw you in there and you can ask him? Uh... He tide pools. He's he's kind of cagey, actually. He doesn't come out all the time. Mm. Well, let's I, have a vote then. I mean, looks interesting to me. I say points to get the spires. Archie, sail. Nora, what do you think? Well, I don't think we're under any major time pressure. We could theoretically just do a quick, gentle sail by the coast of both islands and just get a closer look and see if there's any activity and movement. Um, that's wise, Sail. 
Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Up to do a little drive by, just a little quick cruise, and as you get close to the rivers, that weird, those like that collection of weird rocky spires comes into better focus, and from the now quarter mile distance with your spyglass, you can make these out to be the remains of stone chimneys as if there used to be a village here and it burned down and all that remains are the stone chimneys that backed one side of them Uh, and since then the natural environment has taken over the area all around them are little grasses and shrubs and trees and whatnot so you can see a, um, a badger coming out of its burrow to hunt around for some roots somewhere you can see some birds nesting on one of the tops of these old chimneys. Quick estimate um, tells you this place has been destroyed for at least 50 years. Okay. Judged on the, the size of trees in and amongst the area that would have been a town. Well, Captain, <clears throat> I'm no expert on dragon facts, but I would imagine that the dragon would live on the island that has a burnt out town. Well, to be honest, Sale, I don't really know yet what we're looking for here. I'm not sure what our intentions are with this dragon. But, wait, doesn't uh, it, wait, hang on. Doesn't this one live under the sea, actually? I yeah. look down at the water, like, apprehensively. It's meant to. But, uh, something in my gut tells me we'll find answers over there. Alright. Sounds good to me, Captain. Well, it's a good day to be burnt alive. You know... Underwater dragon breathing fire? I don't know about that. Probably more likely to flood us with water and crush the ship beneath the waves. The underwater dragon, why don't you just talk to the sea, Captain? <laughs> this guy. I look at Archie and points at Nora. Let's bring her into shore. All right. The party arrives on the shore. You pull your boat up on the beach and step out onto the ground. Um, it's very clearly a desolate, destroyed village right along the side of the river. In fact, it's more than a village. This was probably a reasonable town uh, once upon a time based on just the depth to which these chimneys have been spread all over the place. There's not much remnants of it now, sort of some loose rocks here and there. Um, If you find, you might find like a slightly raised dais that would have maybe served as like a... Uh, a forum or something like that. A couple of columns here and there show you that this might have been a temple once upon a time, or maybe there was a government building here. You can find areas of broken rock where some uh, stone structures had been pulled down, probably some sort of like Greek style temple or uh, church of some kind pulled down. And now there's long columns resting on the ground over grown with weeds and grasses and vines. I think I walk betwixt the ruins of the town, running my hand against the stone, mm-hmm. musing to myself as to what these places may have been, whilst the more magical party members find the dragon for me. Yeah, I don't have detect magic or anything like that, so I'm just kind of curiously looking at the town, um, mm-hmm. trying to get a, a sca- uh, an idea of the scale of the people that lived in the town. Like, were they giant people? Were they little people? Were they average-sized people? They seem to be about average-sized people. You can come to these hearths, and you can see the opening of it is about the same that you would have in any of your hearths back at home, anywhere. Um, yeah, you'll find like find a, a broken-down or anything like that doorway that'll be about the right height and right size. 
You even find a, a set of flanking pillars that would have marked a, a gate on the north side of town that would exit. Um, and there's some old writings that are sort of like faded on them. Um, most of the ash on the stone has been washed away by years of rain. Um, but, you know, north exit out of town. It says like the, the carvings on the stone. Oh, is it written in like a language I can read? Yeah, it's written just in the common tongue of this area. Oh, okay. So it's probably a human settlement then. Seems reasonable That's about enough. all I figured out. What about you, Nilrum? Any investigations to do? Um, I don't have any good magics for investigating, so... Well, Archie, it all falls to you then. Yeah. There's no magic to be done here. How are you, the man of the Crimson Fist himself, going to sort out what this island means? Archie has no fucking idea. <laughs> He's... <laughs> Listen, he's going to look around. He's just going to gonna keep his eyes open for things to report to the captain. Mm. Nice. That's what he's here to do. All right. Well, since I, we're all have clever ideas, I've got a not-so-clever idea. Well, I'll, I'll let the captain know that, like, if we rest tomorrow, I could maybe speak with Dad. I could detect magic. I could retool my spell kit to do more investigative work. We need to find the remains of a dead man, though, right? Or perhaps a church where somebody died. There might be a cleric around who um, was the patron of this village. Hops. I say we take the exit out. We walk there. There could be a settling of maybe someone who lived outside the town who is now an old man but still lives on this very island. Town was destroyed, but is everything destroyed? Not sure. Perhaps. Is there a... When you set the exit out, on, is there a specific... Way There's out, a, huh? like a pair of old stone columns that haven't fallen over mm. yet that have like exit out of town written. And if you investigate the area and sort of kick around the dirt, you can see that there was once like a palisade wall, a wooden wall that wrapped around town that must have been burned down or somehow destroyed. Um, but these like two stones that anchor the, the once wooden doors that would have closed the, the gates to this town are still there. These chimneys sticking out, <clears throat> are they like sticking out of the ground as if their buildings have been buried? Or no, just... you can see like the entranceways to the chimneys, right, okay. like little animal nests inside them and whatnot. So kicking around the ruins of the buildings, do we find any bones? You do not find any bodies or bones. Might just be that it's so old that animals would have carried them off by now. Although, even in those situations, if a whole town was slaughtered, you would still expect to find some remains. It's clear from the fire damage you see on little bits of stone here and there that the town was swept by fire once. No sign of the people who might have lived here. On the chimneys, are there fire marks the entire length of the chimney, or is it maybe a bit at the top or a bit at the bottom that's not? I just look at it. Is there any way to tell did the fire come from above or did it come from like mm. below? Oh, that is maybe a little bit too difficult. Between you know the decades. Is there melted and... stone? There's no melted stone. No, okay, nothing okay. that resembles dragon fire here. Um, but between the the years of rain and whatnot. <clears throat> uh, yeah, yeah. Most of the, the fire markings are, are gone by Wait, now. So how will we identify that there was definitely a fire? There are some 
clear signs of fire that have been done. Like when you find those pillars at the edge of town and you dig around nearby, you can see like the palisade wall and like the charred remains of what part of the palisade wall would have stuck above ground. Okay. Um, you know, and you'll find a chimney that has like a nice large tree covering it and part of the chimney still blackened by fire. Um, and some of those columns from that knockdown temple are burned as well. Well, why don't we do what Noam said? We'll leave out the gate, have a little look around. When night falls, we'll sleep and we'll come back in the morning. Seems good. Yeah, sounds good. I think we should identify where we want to sleep first, perhaps. Yeah, well, to be honest, I'm not sure about sleeping in this place. I say, looking back at it. Seems good to me. Get on the boat, head out to sea, sleep on the boat. Well, or just in the forest somewhere. But you're right, probably safer on the boat. Well, actually, maybe not. Underwater dragon, right? Maybe it is safer under the forest. Underwater dragon who we set free. Does he know that? I assume. A dragon's smart. Not as smart as me, but they are smart. I mean, you he sure? was trapped in a mountain for who God knows. Uh, in, my, in my readings, dragons are oh, some of the smart. smartest creatures. Hmm. <clears throat> All right. Well, I guess uh, maybe he will know it's us then. Well, if he knows it's us, where's the welcoming party? normal call out to the sea oh great telemachy <clears throat> we are here your <laughs> humble servants he says half jokingly uh please show yourself to us nothing happened see not a sea right. dragon yeah okay i'm sure that really uh puts a line through the idea all right let's get going let's see what we can find let's start moving yeah party is gonna go find a place to rest on the land somewhere we're gonna check outside the town first and then find a place to rest we're gonna like take the exit out yeah the island is not that huge it's maybe 10 miles maybe 15 miles from coastline to mountain range um, and you've got some time so you could walk maybe half that distance um it would be like a two-hour walk up the river to get halfway to the mountain range to check out um, if you wanted to yeah. go up the river. Or you could go along the coast in either direction. Those seem no, to I be the most sensible. No, following the path out of the town. Yeah. Right, you said there was a gate, so we're going to go there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, after three miles or so, you hit the edge of the forest, and the river flows right alongside, and this there's... Old cobblestones seem to appear here now that you're like out of the grasslands where things sort of blow more easily and into the more settled forest. You come across areas where there's even like some stone bridges that cross over this creek and the bridges are still intact. You walk a little farther and the ground here like has some broken cobblestones that have been disrupted by roots and are now poking up through the, the earth again. Um, you see more signs of civilization as you go until you get to the other side of the woods where the river forks into two. There is a stone bridge that has been broken in the middle, leaving a gap of maybe 15 feet um, on the archway. And on the other side of that river, on the other side of that bridge, is another ruin of another town that sits in like the, the confluence of these two rivers that form the one you, you followed up along the... I bring the map over here. I think you can see close enough. This You're other coming. town looking better, Nick. <laughs> In better, like, um... What's, what In better I... form. Yeah, yeah like... Well. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I can't think of the word. <laughs> I don't know any other words oh. to use. 
Is it in this good shape? shape? Like, is it yeah. like messed there you go. Yeah. Okay, it's in no, shape no. than the last one. Well, this town also has been burned and destroyed, but this town looks like it had more stonework in it. There are still some, like, buildings that are somewhat standing. Um, yeah. But the one thing that you will notice that really stands out to you here is that on the stone wall that sort of comes along a section of the river and on your half of the half-destroyed bridge are large symbols of a stair here. That large triangle with rings on each corner of it um, that are marking this place. They are bright and they are blue and they look like they were put here after the fire. Hmm. That's weird. A stair did it again. Hmm. Less interesting than being burnt to the ground by a dragon. But... Uh, could be a repeat of Sulphur Island, Captain. I'll like look up at the <clears throat> nearby mountains that I assume I can see from the map and be like, oh, totally. we'll find more friends. Perhaps, yeah. Um, maybe if we can make friends with this dragon, we can have a, another base here in the future. If there really is a dragon in these waters, the White Prince wouldn't dare send his ships here. Mm. I, uh, I take a few steps back. I crack my old undead legs. Now, do I feel like I can leap this 15, 15 foot gap? feet? Oh, that's a hard thing to cross. Can Archie throw him? <laughs> I feel like I can do it. What's the gap? What kind of drop are we looking at if I fall in the water? How's the river looking? You know, am I dying if I fall? Uh, we I can, I can just, I can mention Dory over if you'd like. Huh. Oh. You probably wouldn't... A normal human being wouldn't die if they fell into a river from this height if they could swim. Yeah. Um, there was so some water that was stuff. damaging to you on the last island you were on, so, you know... I'm assuming that I've touched water since then. That's true. Um, fresh water. water. I feel like it's, it's not even that it's fresh water or moving. I think it's the fact that it was holy water because it was by a holy place. Hmm. We could just tie a rope around your waist, Captain, and if you miss the jump, we pull you back up. You'll be needing a rope anyway, so you guys can climb back across once I jump over there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Practically you can, you can't wanna, go wrong. If you want to hold it just in case, that's fine. But I, you know, I think I'll be I'll be okay. So I like I make a good sailor's knot around my stomach, and I make sure I've got plenty of um. They said so. I say, okay, now make sure you leave plenty of slack here because I can jump far. So for yeah. jumping rules, if you had a jumping proficiency, you could jump 2d6 plus your level in feet horizontally if you have a, a running start. Um, but you don't have a jumping proficiency. No, I don't know. So I would make I would ask for a strength check to do 2d6 plus your level in feet. We're really well, talking strength here, yeah. I have been maintaining unfailing endurance on everyone, so I think... I don't. I think this might give him plus four to that check. Um, that would be for like running a long distance, because this is a, a burst, not a. So I need moments, is what I would need for this. I could just teleport you over. I look at Nora. And I turn back around, and I crack my knees. No need, Nora. I'll be going across. Neil, can I maybe just like jump and aim to grab onto the wall rather than like make all the way across the gap? Yeah. Like instead try and jump and then I can grab on the wall and climb up totally that will be another um, 
strength or dex check your choice to grab and hold uh, when you like throw yourself across the gap to it. But I'll need less. I rolled distance. into it, but you'll need less distance. Back. Gotcha. I, I'm, I'm going, but I don't yeah. need his help. I'm jumping right. across now. Give me your strength Norm check. Enlarges you. No, I get it. I, I, I don't. Well, you got to roll into initiative to. to move. I know you don't need my help, but he's gonna smack you anyways. I can do a roll to hit if you'd like. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> sounds like Mr. Moon's going to enlarge you. He's casting the spell. Yep. Okay. So you're, you're at the base of this, this like ramp, this um, archway, right? And you're getting ready to run. And just as you're about to go, he hits you, and you just like, and you're like much larger now. You're yeah. seventy percent larger. So instead okay. of being roughly six, presumably feet, that's gonna help. Yeah. Roughly ten feet or eleven feet. Yeah. Um. Okay. Give me that I strength leap across check. Now. Yeah. Strength check. Yeah. Twenty-seven. Oh, it's beautiful. Roll me two d six plus your level. Two d six plus my level. Yeah. Can you get a bonus here for being? Yeah, I'll get a seventy percent bonus. Do I just roll six because I'm level steel cost, or can I round it up to a seven? No, you'll whatever is the highest of your two levels. Eleven. Ah, Eleven feet plus your seventy percent will get you to like eighteen feet. Um, you don't even need to grab onto it. You clear just it. Clear the whole thing and you know off to the other side of the the archway. I give it a little bow. I'll give it a captain. Yeah. I will uh, untie the rope from myself and find something to tie it to on the other side. Mm -hmm. There are some like slots along the bridge where you could set a flag or something like that on various points or might have been used in the construction. So you can rummage around on the other side of the, the bridge until you find like a nice sturdy stick and find, uh, you know, cut it down to size well enough to ram it in yeah. one of these cylindrical holes and tie the rope to that. Do something on the other side. And keep us here until we leave. Mm -hmm. a, yeah, I'll find somewhere to tie it on this side. <clears throat> yeah, a, a rope can be strung across the two, which will make it easier for anyone to cross. Um, I would just like one strength or dex check from each person attempting to cross the rope bridge. Uh, failure means that you, you know, your grip slips or something. You can attach another rope to yourself, and you can just, you know, perfectly complete the process with no problems if you have extra rope. Yeah, easy peasy. Everyone goes across, it sounds like. Well, Except we need an Archie save. Strength, Archie. strength check, Archie. Oh, there we go. Easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole party crosses over, leaving the rope Ooh. behind to secure their way back in the other direction. Walking down the bridge and into town, you can see that this place feels categorically different from the other one. There are large stone buildings here that were not pulled down to the ground. Sort of like in that outer one next to the coast, there was a big temple that was, you know, all the supports had been yanked down so it didn't really stand up anywhere. Um, and here there are a few buildings made of stone that are still standing. There's sections of wall that are stone. Um, and the ground here doesn't grow with grass or trees and there's no animals or creatures. It's like... It's like people were driven out and nothing returned here. It's barren and wasteland. It's desolate and abandoned by, by man and by nature. Do I see like skeletons lying around? No. Can I bend down and take up a scoop of the soil? Yeah. And like 
Is there anything living in it? It's just completely... There's no, like, worms. There's no insects. It's just, like, barren. No worms. No insects. Give me a... Um, is the ground dry, or is it... It's dry. By all accounts. Okay, it's dry. Yeah. Hmm? You know? Um, still, give me a wisdom check. There you go. Yeah. You tasted a little bit, and it tastes salty. That's what, That was actually the next thing I was going to do. Did this remind me of the dust that I have on my character sheet from, I want to say it was like Monsher or something. I picked up some dust. It was like white powder. No, that, that's different than this. Yeah, this okay. looks like earth that has been sown with salt. That other place yeah. looked like some sort of calamity had, dist- I don't know. Okay. Weird. Yeah, yeah. So the white prince came here and uh, salted the soil, making sure yeah. that nothing oh. could live here. I'll spit out the soil and say, ugh, this, this land has been salted, Captain. I think, uh, I think some great evil has been done here. Is there any horrible lengths to which the White Prince won't stoop? Ruining a whole island. Could be life here. Well, to be honest, Captain, mad. he's ruined this entire archipelago. He really has. The big Although, words, though. I don't know if the Captain will know it. <laughs> I can infer the meaning. Thank you, Nor. I, I heard. When, you listen, listen, that. son. Listen, son. When you've been sailing ships as long as I have, a word like that doesn't pass under your nose, okay? Archie here, me, we all heard that word plenty before you turned up with your fancy books and your stupid robes. The nun. Yeah. I've never heard that word before. You have, Archie, son. You have heard it before, but, you know, never I know, mind. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure I haven't, actually. <laughs> it, it, it's like this it's Archie. Pell and go. Archipelago. Do we need to get the zone of truth out for this one, Captain? <laughs> no, there's no need for that. Let's um let's search. Just be on your guard. Last time we found a town like this, we got attacked from all sides by the undead, so. Sure. Well uh you... I'll stomp off and look around and see if I can find any evidence of um I don't know, Anything? like cruelty, people being mm-hmm. crucified or crazy stuff like that or anything weird yeah. that might have been done to the people that lived here. Yeah, the party searches the area and Archie, of all people, is the one to find something first. By pure chance, he happened to walk in the right direction on the north side along the eastern river is a large stone slab with the symbol he of a stair read. carved into it big symbol of a stair on this like stone slab that's resting on the ground here just outside of the town this area too has been sort of sown with salt um and looking at the other symbols here archie you're recognizing like symbols of falumbra the goddess of souls like where your where your soul goes after you die uh, and you recognize symbols of verasi goddess of death on this area too you see symbols of a stair and symbols of Belmontarius, the god of justice, are written here. Um, it's clearly some sort of sacred site with a lot of deities attached to it. What does Archie think when he sees this flat, large stone, maybe 20 by 20, with symbols of the gods of death, the afterlife, justice, and the white prince written on it? Well, I'm not so sure that Archie would recognize them immediately. So if he'd like look at them, he's like, "Do I know? Do I have I seen this? I've seen this before." And then he would call over the crew, "Captain, 
Hey guys. Ah, there's like, finally. There's like, there's like shit on these walls. I think I, I've seen it. Isn't this? Isn't this what the what what the people you know the people that we? Archie, don't touch anything. I'm coming. Wait. And I'll hurry over. Mm. Uh, so what? With look, a big slab with the symbols of a bunch of the different gods on it. Yeah, a stair is in the very center of it all, and then on the corners you see Falumbra, um, no, Brassi, and Velmontarius. Well, Falumbra, Falumbra, Brassi, Velmontarius. It's like a temple, right? Like with the major god in the middle, and then all the other gods are on the outside. Yeah, Falumbra's represented twice on opposite corners. Belmontarius, God of Justice, is on one corner. Vorasi, Goddess of Death, and sort of the Grim Reaper, is oh. on the other corner. And it's just a slab. Does it have, like, rivets in it for draining blood, perhaps? It does not. Does it look like a, like a tombstone type thing, or is it just like a big slab? You know, in some old English churches, you'll have like flat tombstones on the ground within the church. It could look As like one of those. That. My eyes light up. We bring a shovel. Let's get this thing open. Could be untold treasures down there. Although, based on previous experiences, perhaps no one's the only one who can go down. Uh, did we bring a shovel, Captain? We most certainly did bring a shovel right now. It's back on, our on the boat, boat, I guess. Yeah. We could enlarge us <laughs> or something. I don't have any more enlarges. That's fine. Is there anything around that we can use to get leverage to open this thing? I mean, we do have an archie. Do we think it opens? It does open? I think it opens, yeah. Okay, we'll try it. Well, there are branches lying about, and you've got an yeah. archie with you, so... We do our best to, to get the thing open. You know, yeah. We each get a stick... You dig under yeah. one of the corners and you try and pry it open with big rocks or or sticks and fulcrums and levers. And slowly you begin to sort of break off, you know, this section of rock. And the first corner that you break off reveals a mass grave underneath. Hundreds of bodies down here. Skeletals, skeletons now. A little bit of clothing still remaining in a few places. Mostly like... Um, woven metal fabrics. Jewelry. My mouth is tit. I can't believe it. This is disgusting. I take a few steps back. Jesus Christ. Uh, I mean, Martha. My mouth is tits. That's, that's what I'm going tits. for. Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah. get it. Let's make it a thing. Yeah. Um, I'll look back over the rock and I'll be like, I wouldn't expect all of these gods to be Working together. There was like multiple right on the rock. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something strange went on here, Captain. Are you able to commune with the dead? Um uh with rest I could perhaps detect any spirits if they remain. Um although they might be still underneath this rock. I do have speak with dead, uh, but my powers are limited to only the recently deceased. Oh fuck, yeah. Wait, how long? Uh a month. Right now, I believe. Let me define. <sighs> mm-hmm. That might be right, yeah. Depends on your level. What's the biggest building in the town that still survives? Is there some sort of grand temple or keep or something here? 
There's some building official. that could be like a town hall or maybe a temple or some sort of government building or maybe it was like a weirdly shaped granary. It's hard to derive its purpose at this moment. Um, it's maybe 15 by 20. Sounds like we need sales magic, so let's. We've been tracking all day. Let's find someone to sleep and I point over at the large building and say, might be some more information in there. And it's uh, relatively well intact, so should make a nice place to deck down for the night. Um, were there any words on the mass grave? Like. Mm -mm. Just no? the symbols or of the deities. And everything down there, there's no composition. It's There's no books. It's just bodies. Well, we sort of stopped talking about it once you lifted up the corner and saw what yeah, was we've in. Yeah, we but it, yeah. You could <clears throat> rummage around down there. There could be things. Let's get it properly open tomorrow. Let, let's go yeah, to the town hall building and check what is in there and come back in the morning. Let's okay. seal it up for the night, though. Yep. Agree. Okay. Hard agree. Yeah. yeah. I'll we'll get, seal. like, a big piece of stone and put it yeah. over. You, you lower the stone back on where it cracked off and add some extra weight in the area just mm -hmm. to be sure. And we find a place to rest after searching the rest of the town for clues. Well, yeah, well, specifically, I think we searched this big building in the hopes that there might be some sort of official documentation there. Yes. A journal or maybe a town records or... A library. Even anything that might just date the place. So I don't know why, I've got this kind of theory in my head that maybe when the White Prince was taking power, he had to pay lip service to the other gods for a while before he was able to, like, fully just go full on a star. Maybe this was, like, an early day thing for him. Hmm. Uh, depending on... I can't remember how many god, like, pantheon, of the pantheon I saw, but, like, my thought, Captain, was that this was more of a coalition to wipe out some cult. Mm. You've got dragon cult pops. You do hear about them. I've but yeah, I come from a small town. I've never heard of anything like that. Yeah, it's a whole fucking country. Back where I come from, that's a dragon cult. As you search the area, you find a, what appears to be a loose stone in the wall. The sort of loose stone where you would have, like, it's intended to be removed, and then you can put it back so it looks like a normal wall. It's like a secret safe where... It's just like a, a rock that's not fully, um, what's it called? Routed in. Normal. Oh, you can go ahead if you want. I was going to say, like, the kind of place you might hide something. Yeah. Sort of like, you know, you might lift up a floorboard and put something under there, or if it's a stone building, you might pull out a, a rock and put something in and put the stone back in behind it. Um, behind this, you will see a brass plate. And the brass plate has a, a design on it of the island, but like a highly stylized design of this island as sort of like a weird crescent shape going on. And then all the mountains on the island are sort of like individual mountains. Not like you see it on this map where they're like sort of blended ridge, together yeah. with different ridges. This is more like mountain gap, mountain gap, mountain gap, mountain gap. It almost looks like a, you know, a set of teeth. Um, and there, that was the very first thing I was thinking of. Yeah. And there, near the middle of the set of teeth on what would be one of the canines, the, the left canine, is a little mark. A little, you know, 
spot that's being called out. I'll show the group. I think this is where we go in the morning after we well, well, investigate well. the grave. Does it look like a dragon's mouth at all? Can what can I get that impression or no? You could get that impression if you wanted to. Okay. Yeah, That's the impression I, uh, Nolan will take away. As Nolan says that, I pull out my map of the Dardans and open it, you know, to these two islands here. Mm-hmm. I point at the Hookfin Island. Say, so, wait, they call it Hookfin Island, isn't it? I mean, it doesn't not look like the bottom of a jaw. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's good that we weren't hanging around in the center of that for too long. Well, good find, Nora. This dot, is it in a mountain? Or... Mm-hmm. It's on like, one oh. of the canines. But it's like a highly there. stylized map, so it's difficult to figure out what that would actually be on your map. Where do we think yeah. we are right now, if we had to look at this? Oh, right. where were that red dot is, right? Red spot, yeah. where everything has been destroyed, right in the confluence right, cool. of these rivers. And then the canine, I'm assuming, is like over here, That's or is the, it down there? This one, somewhere over here. Somewhere oh, over okay. here. Oh, okay, so we're near it. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. That's our place that we'll go in the morning. Yeah. It's our only clue. We're not equipped to be climbing mountains, though. I mean, maybe I could do it. I'm not sure about you three. I can tell. I should be able to teleport us just to the top of the mountain. Well, I can't do that, actually. How steep do they look, mountain wise? Ooh. From where you're standing, you know, there's a lot of canyons. And there might be some easy switchbacks up some of those canyons. Other sections are kind of steep. There's nothing sheer. There's no, like, hundred or a thousand foot cliffs to climb. Um, in theory, you could make it up any of these given sufficient time and supplies. But a hike to the peaks seems like an arduous task without a, a proper path. I would be surprised if what we wanted was at the peak, Captain. It would be far more likely to be at the base, no? Where people could access it, if it indeed is something you want people accessing. Depends what it is. What if that's where the dragon is? Maybe then it's more likely to be at the peak. Well, we'll just have to shout really loud up that mountain and hope he comes down. Sure, there'll be a nice road for us to take up. It seems like a, a spot that was meant to be traveled to. I shrug. Just before we uh, call it a night, I was thinking about my mental state and how far we've come and where I kind of am as a person right now. I just want to confirm that we are wandering around as a group before looking for a dragon, right? That is what we're doing. What? Sounds good to me, right? I'm pretty sure that's the plan. You're remembering it right. Your memory's on point, yeah. Captain. Good, good. And I just to clarify the second part, the, the plan is that Archie's going to punch the dragon to death, right? We're gonna talk to the dragon. I, I really but if see it, a problem yeah, with that. If it goes badly, yeah. no, I, 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 that's right. How I remember the plan. But I just had a moment of, well, call it clarity, call it doubts, you know. But you just gotta check these things. I mean, we've we've punched to death basically everything. Like, remember the tro- the, the troll thing? We punched that to death. I, mean, <laughs> I think Archie could take a dragon. It did yeah. take the captain though. Well, I'm still here. Uh, everyone's armor is max out just for clarity's sake good good well why don't we take our break and we'll come back on the other side with some more tides of death see you soon hey bear back hello everybody and welcome back to tides of death sleep through the night 
Nothing comes to get you. Morning arrives. I would like to scare Nailroom in the night. <laughs> really? No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> I was like, you might get magic whistle. Did you have some spells you wanted to cast in the morning, Sale, after memorizing? Yes. Uh, I would imagine we would have had a brief conversation uh, about what I would like to bring. I will probably bring a, not a speak with dead, but the detect spirits. Can you bring two of those? I can bring two detect spirits. Um, I'll get rid of remove power. I'll cast remove powerless and stone shape and like random things. Um, Wait, you can use stone shape to open the tomb. Oh, that's true. I will not cast stone shape. I will cast the spell magic at random things. Mm-hmm. Um, I will. No, I'm saying you could, have, you could have burnt stone shape yesterday and then relearn it today. Something new. Uh, I didn't think of that. Yeah, maybe it's too late. Yeah. Um, yeah I'm trying to just quickly think. Sorry, sorry. Another spell I want. Uh, should I bring a div- divination? Do you think? Just maybe it'll be useful. Yeah, fuck it. Bring it. But we are heading into the wilderness as well. I think we're checking out the mass grave first, and then we're heading out. Yeah. Yeah, but I bring some... Detect magic, I think it would be good. Yeah, Magic, yep. I'll bring some softened earth and stone, and some entangles for the forest. And, okay, I have set my spells. I have two detect spirits, one stone shape, a divination, a confusion, because that one's really good. Although it's maybe human. No, confusion was stripped from your spell list because it's not supposed to be there. (laughs) I mean, it's still there on my character sheet. <laughs> I can <laughs> fix that. <laughs> uh, do, okay. do you bring some combat capability, Sale? Because we are going to be yeah, traveling in the wilderness. Uh, I shot a lightning bolt last night and relearned fucking wind wall. Okay? Just in Ooh. case. Nice. Um, just double okay. checking. I have all the spells I want. Neil Stans got work. Maybe they are going to punch this drunk into <laughs> Fucking gas <laughs> breath weapons. Okay, yeah. I have uh, two detects. Yeah, I have everything I need. Excellent. I hope. Oh. We check uh, the grave. Yeah. Right. Go ahead, After the party, should I do detect spirits now? Absolutely. At the grave. Wait, I'll let's get it open first so we can look properly, right? Oh, it lasts like hours. Oh, yeah, let's do it. Okay. Uh, like an hour <laughs> and 20 minutes? Yeah. Perfect. Well, you cast Detect Spirits, and there are no spirits to be seen. And then you cast Stone Shape, and shape the floor of this mass grave to create an opening. Um, what area of stone can you affect? Uh, 9 cubic feet plus 7 cubic feet, so that would be 16 cubic feet. That's a yeah, lot. That's so you can make as much opening as you want, basically. You want a, yeah, a huge I'll... opening in the middle, a small opening on a side, just a nip on a corner. What do you want? It would probably be an. Uh, I would make an opening big enough for somebody to comfortably climb down of Archie's sides. Okay, so it's like a, a four-foot hole, maybe. Yeah. Perfect. And do you want it in the middle of everything or on the sides? Uh, I'd, sides or a corner should be fine, I guess. Okay. Just pick then side or corner. Corner. Excellent. Well, stone is shaped, an archie-sized hole appears, and as you refocus on your Detect Spirits spell, sure enough, you see spirits rising from within, milling about, looking this way and that, 
some of them acting out final moments of their life, dropping to their knees before their heads roll off of them and they fade away. Others look like they're running before they stumble and pitch forward as if like run through by a javelin or a spear or maybe shot with an arrow. Um, they are all sort of reenacting final moments of their deaths and panic. They're not making any sounds, but you can visually see them try to flee the area. Um, I'll describe what I see to the party, and I'll start like inspecting uh, the spirits um, to see if they have holy symbols on them, or if they have uh, garments of some kind, or something that would like stand out as something I've seen before or might recognize. Yes, I think there's one that stands out to you. Um, it is a young woman. You can't really see much detail. You know, they're like semi-transparent. You can kind of get the outside. They look like um, you know, a clear paper bag that has a lot of moisture on the inside. So there's like little circles of water all over it. You can kind of see the shape, but it's not super great. But you can see it well enough to see that this is um, a young woman with short hair, like really short cropped hair. Um, and she is kneeling sort of peacefully and in her hands she has a like a deep blue dragon scale it's the only thing here that seems to have any color to it other than like tones of gray and white um, this blue dragon scale she holds in her hands peacefully as she kneels and then like her head falls from her shoulders and the whole image sort of fades away but as you watch, you know, a few minutes later, you, you see her again a little bit further off, taking her time. One does the dragon scale the fade away? It does, yes. Okay. Interesting. Um, I'll relay this information to the party about the dragon ah. scale. Um, Maybe you're right. Maybe they are a dragon cult. Yeah, dragon cult seems a lot more likely now. Cult's a harsh word, though. Let's be honest. If it's the White Prince out here killing them, then they uh, they just got a difference of opinion. Maybe this dragon could be a good friend of us. That's right. The, gonna, the real cult. Yeah. I'm going to search through the uh, wreckage. Yeah. <clears throat> and we can find the scale. Do you want uh, like an in check for investigation? or? No. I'm going to just roll some dice on the side. It, there's a, it's a big hole. There's a lot of you. Big a lot hole. in here. Um, I do want to know here. how much time you want to take. Are you going to take a full day, multiple days, only like a couple minutes, an hour? Probably a few hours. A few hours? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like five, like four or five, like probably four hours. I was just yeah. going to suggest that we cast Detect Magic on both of you and send you guys down there. But maybe yeah, you're right. Fun. Like, um, we might be looking for more things than magic. Oh, I'll, I'll cast Light on a rock and drop it down the hole. Yes, illuminating the corpses and creatures within, well, not creatures, but remains of creatures within. You can see that there are a few folks in here who have clothing that is made out of like woven metal threads that still remain intact on them. And one nice. of these creatures has sort of clasped within its hands still a now old, dingy, dirty dragon scale. After you dig around for like forty-five minutes. Ooh, well. I'll yeah. take it and hand it to Sale. Is it the blue drag? Is it a blue dragon scale? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll take it. Um, 
I'll take the blue dragon scale and I'll hold it in my hand and see if I can feel anything. It's dirty and kind of slimy. It's been sitting in a mass grave for 50 to 100 years or something. Um, Uh, I'll take it to the river and clean it. I'll keep it together with him. And then after I clean it, I will mimic what the lady who had it did. I will kneel on the ground and hold it in my hands Mm. and say the name Telemachy. There is no response, spiritual or physical. Sal, can I hold that for a second? Yeah, I give it to the captain. How heavy is it, Neil? Is it super light? It's as it's like um, the weight, as if this same thing had been made out of like a heavy wood, like a, a thick oak of some kind, like a white oak. Why so, you feel like you know? Let's say you were carrying a lot of this and you went into the water. Do I feel like maybe you wouldn't sink? You know, if you had a whole bunch of these on you, they might work like wood chips, like a temporary life preserver, possibly. You had a a big bag of them. They seem like they're probably less buoyant or more buoyant than they are buoyant. Uh, Is the edge of it sharp? Could you like cut things with it? No. Uh, yeah, I hand it back to sell. All right, good find. I guess we're onto something here. Yeah. Um, I think there was a cult of the dragon. Um, should we check out that armor that was in the grave as well? Let's do it. Yeah, you can pull out these, well, the bodies with the woven metal shirts on them. Um, the metal here is pretty thin. You get the impression that you could either cut through it or push it aside and it wouldn't serve as armor very well, but it does make for like a really cool texture. And in order to create long, thin metal wire that you could weave takes a high degree of craftsmanship and skill. Nilrum has had experience trying to order large amounts of long copper wire and it's been like a special order that he had to get from the Midlands that he had to, it was a pain in the ass to get it all. So someone who's been able to weave clothing from thin metal wires shows um, a very remarkable degree of skill. Interesting. Okay. Um, is the metal like, is it like good solid metal that is untarnished and like could still be useful or is it like kind of rotten and rusted? Um, it looks like some sort of brass or bronze so it's still in fairly good condition. There's a little bit of degradation on it. Um, you would, it might be useful to melt down again. You probably wouldn't want to re-wear these shirts. You know. Oh, I was thinking like we could make like unravel them and make them into copper wire or something. Maybe that would be useful. But if this, if it's kind of like a bad shape, we'll just. I'll suggest to put it back in the hole. Um, you know, oh, I'll stand on the edge of the like pit of bodies, and I want to try and like use some like flat metal to reflect the sun into the into the. Uh, the place to try and make anything that might be shining like glint mm. smart with the, mm. with the sun yeah um yes as you dig around and move bodies in this grave and sail still sees the spirits traumatized in the final moments of their death you find um little bits of metal down here you can find uh, what amounts to get ready to write this down 30 pieces of gold, 
a hundred pieces of silver, about 400 pieces of copper. Wait, wait, wait. 30 gold, 100, 100 silver? Uh-huh. Yeah, I leave the copper. He's about to get to the platinum and the yeah. mithril. Uh, and you will find maybe... You're a pirate captain at this point. You can sort of eyeball this treasure hall. Maybe like... Wait, thousands? I have an appraising proficiency. Ooh, well, I'll give... The captain can give the ballpark, and you can narrow it down to a more specific yeah. use. Um, but about a thousand silver worth of jewelry. Like, there's some uh, interesting bangles that might be sellable. There's, like, this cool necklace over here with, like, a dragon's tooth on it. There's, you know, a couple of rings that are made out of bronze. Oh, here's a golden ring. That could be kind of useful. Here's a couple of silver rings with small ornamental jewels in them. You know, I here's a... Do you have detect right magic uh, sale? Yes. You want to cast that on all the shit slash the grave? Yeah, I'll yeah. cast detect magic on like all the and I'll like inspect all the items of the captain. I assume he went in and got them. Yeah, no magic to be found here. Okay. You know, I, I saw through the jewelry. You said there was like a necklace with a dragon's tooth. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else dragon themed in here? Like, have we got some dragon rings, maybe? You know, a dragon amulet or some other shit. Like, I want to try and pull out some dragon adorned pieces for us to wear, yeah. so that you know, the guy knows we're a friend when we, when he finds us. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's see. You'll notice that one of the shirts in here, one of those woven metal shirts that was worn by the, what it seems to be the priestess or the cleric that held the blue scale between her hands, um, mm -hmm. her, the patterning on her shirt has like, uh, dragon's teeth coming down from her collar and then dragon's teeth coming up from, what's the opposite of the collar? What's the bottom of your shirt called? The hem? Yeah, from the top and the bottom hems. Well done. Uh, if it counts as armor, I won't be putting that on. I'll instead put on, like, a necklace or yeah, something. it does not count as armor. It would not be useful as armor in any way, shape, or form. And it's sort of rotted um, and yeah, awkward, no, and you have to, like, pull it off, off a field. corpse. But, that but like, has... what, what about the, the silver jewelry, though? I mean, there's, the, there's not, like, rings in the shape of a dragon or... There are a couple of things that have dragon motifs on them, but yeah, not yeah, very much that that's... have dragon parts. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm not talking about dragon parts. I'm just talking about things that look like they were made. Yeah, there's the like a, a silver like ring that looks like a, a wingless, armless dragon that's just wound, wound around the finger. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of those, you know. I collect a bunch of stuff like that, and I'm going to hand it out to the party. You know, wear these big rings I hand to Archie. Like, if we find this guy at top of a mountain, we want him to know that we're a good friend when he sees us. This is a great opportunity to ask Sale about the concept of sacrilegious stuff. Would it be yes. sacrilegious to wear the items of this dragon? Or does sacrilegious only apply to like a god? You don't think he's a god, so, or maybe you do, and that would be wrong. We turn uh, off and then, oh, sorry. I have two thoughts on this. A, we're desecrating a tomb. That is probably something we shouldn't leave completely unattended. And two, um, I think that uh, Rohi is the the underfather of lies, right? He's willing to, he's probably willing to let you to communicate with another god or to wear the symbols of another god in order to serve his aims. So... Hmm. Um, as long as that does not usurp his power. So it's really probably about 
the if the intention is to usurp Rohi's dominance of you, then yeah, it's sacrilegious. But if it is to create favor and make allies, and you know, I, I, I don't know how he feels about a dragon. Mm -hmm. If you were going around wearing the symbol of a stare and like being like, yeah, yeah woo, a stare, and he might be a little bit angry about that. This seems like it'd be okay. You're not gonna run into any problems here. You, we, we could run into problems, but I. It would depend on the relationship between Rohi and this dragon thing, if mm -hmm. it's positive or negative. Okay. Cool. So everyone adorns Rohi themselves. Rohi had said in the past as well that Sale can do if I recall, whatever he wants um, in regards to, like, wearing other god iconography, etc., as long as it furthers the mission. Um, in reference to not being sacrilegious towards Talamaki, though, we'll make sure to put the bodies and the stuff that we're not using back in the grave and mm. close it back up as best we can. I mean, it's a mass grave made by the White Prince for yeah. a bunch of executed people, so I don't know whether that concerned, but yeah, and I think yeah. we should scrape off the divine symbols and like replace it with like a dragon scale. Yeah, yeah we'll probably take the rest of the day to do that. Then no, let's just place like bits of dragon scale over the astaire symbol. Like we had that one bit of dragon scale that sale took, we can just like place that over the astaire symbol. Oh wait, no, I want to keep that. Hold on, <laughs> that's my dragon scale. Now it's in my inventory. Oh yeah, okay, fair enough. I I think we should make progress in the mountain. Yeah, I sure. Think we should spend. I don't think we should spend all day like carving things. Okay. All right, you you cover the tomb back up as best as you can. I will warn the captain against disturbing the dead and then disrespecting them. I agree. You should know that, captain, and I'll like eye his neck. We're not disrespecting them, right? No disrespect uh, for me. No. I'm like looking at the party oh. wearing the items that they just looted from that grave. Yeah, totally respectful. It's done in a respectful way, Sal. I think that's obvious. Uh, yeah. I will refuse to wear any of the grave clothing and items mm. okay well out we go towards the mountains um once you're out of this sort of burned ruined village and mass grave site and back into nature the the like things take a softer more gentler tone there's little creatures running around birds flying through the skies, you know, some spiders crawling across the grass. You see a, a pair of squirrels chattering at each other, fighting over dominance of one tree in this vast forest. Uh, the weather's fairly nice. Things take a, a slower turn, and you make pretty good progress towards the mountains. At one point, the party stops to drink from a nearby pond, like a little um, spring that appears naturally in the ground. All but Captain John, who neither thirsts nor can really drink anything. And while the party is gazing into this pond and, you know, taking their fill of water and taking a short break for some food and snacks. Just, just to clarify a point, I'll just run my hand in the water. Does it burn me? In the water? Of this um, yeah. pond? A flowing creek. Yeah. No. It's not really a creek. It's just like a pond. It doesn't flow out of anywhere. Uh, oh, okay. the, the rate of water entering and evaporating is about equal. Okay. Um, but John, you will notice near this pond, maybe 10 feet away, 
is an old small wooden totem that shows like some sort of face, like an old man face with a long beard and some sort of hair slicked back, but it's a wooden totem that's been sitting out in the woods for a long time. So it's kind of like mossy and overgrown and degrading. Yeah, while well, they get filling up water skins and that, I'll go and take my dagger and start trying to clean up the moss on this thing. Exactly what I expected you to say. <laughs> He's such a fucker. As you step <laughs> to the totem, the ground beneath your feet gives way, and I need you to does. make me a saving throw. Versus which, um, which... paralyzation, petrification. Yeah, that's no problem. That's an easy one for me, Neil. Are you sure that's all you want me to make? Yeah? Yeah? Well, which one? actually? They're both 11, so... Uh. <laughs> With a... <gasps> and the ground giving ray, <laughs> Captain John falls into a pit. And you land with that natural one on your back, not at the bottom of this pit, John but in a web, in a sticky oh, web fuck. within oh the pit. Um, so I don't this... get a tumbling check for this fall, no. No, 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 no. I'm you... taking damage. Uh... Okay, bring it on. It's been a while since we've had giant spiders. Yeah. So over uh... here is our party. I'll give the map a moment to resolve. That looks like a giant, not a giant spider in here. Oh, really? I'm zooming out. Zoom oh, out. it's gone now. Sorry. Oh. He's gone now. Um, yes, we got a little pond where the party's drinking, and we've got a Captain John who is prone in a pit. And I would like initiative rolls from everybody. Now, Captain John. Yes. You are stuck. It is a sticky ah. web, and you are on your back. How I stuck don't... are we talking here? Uh... Question. You know, can I move my arms? Can I reach my back? Take a look at um, sticky silk rulings. What's your strength, John? Ten. Ten? Mm hmm. You're staying in that silk, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, making any, I'm not making any. I mean, if you're looking at the web spell, I think that means that I can't escape. Uh, you are. You can eventually break out given enough time. But it'll be a but little for while. The, for, the, for this round, though, like, okay, I get that I'm stuck. I can't get out because I can't find my footing in that. Can I move yep. my arms, though? Can I use my weapons? Why don't you give me a second saving throw for the aridity of your stuckness, knowing that you rolled a one the first time around? Okay. So it's not the worst sticking that you've ever had. You can move your arms, but your back and your legs are stuck. Okay. Um, all right, I draw my weapons, and I start frantically. Oh, okay. What is everyone doing? Give me yeah, yeah. All right. Well, okay. Well, I'll go first. I'm listening to try and hear where the spider is coming from, 
and I will, I want to do full defense. I give up every action for a parry, and I want to not get bitten by the spider. Great. If I it's coming like from parry. in front of you, you can get some benefit, but you're also essentially held and on your back and prone. So like, I'm on your back that. and well, yeah, yeah. I can cool. still use my hands though. So, you know, yeah. even if it's behind me, I can give it a go. I just rolled in for movement. Excellent. Um, other characters? We're doing the same. We're only getting movement to this badge. I'm going to find my character sheet. Excellent. And um, Archie, what are you doing? Trying to figure out how to roll in for movement again. I'm sorry, I forget every time. It's uh, Just click on your character in the upper left corner. It says initiative hyphen three. And just click that button. Yes, sir. Easy peasy. Well, Sail, you're the first one to go. What are you going to do? Uh, we're going to quickly glance around. Since I see nothing, I'm like, hmm. Got to get the captain over there. And I'll rush over to the hole and inspect yeah. his situation. He's about five feet down. Um, there's a web that kind of works like a hammock or a net, and then the pit descends even deeper than that, and he's oh, on his back uh, yeah, looking gosh. up. And, uh, yeah, it looks like there could be room down there below him for something Sail! to come up underneath. Oh! Not like uh, this, please! Jesus, Captain, you're in a bad way. I will think on the top of my head. Oh, uh, God, I can it. hear it! Do I have any rope on me? Uh, what's on I your character sheet? <laughs> probably no rope. Uh, I'm probably like about six feet tall. Throw me a rope. I will. Attempt to reach down oh, and I grab do the it. captain's arm and pull him out. Oh, he's like Either five like... feet down in that pit. That's so deep. You can't reach an arm down that way. At best, your arm could reach like two and a half feet into that pit. Sail, I'm coming. Durham calls out. All right. This is when, Sail, you're watching. You can see skittering underneath the captain, out through one of these tunnels, is a strange creature. It's vaguely humanoid in nature, with these, like, short legs and these deeply long arms. Yes. Uh, it's an ugly bipedal creature. Um, it's about six feet tall, even with its stooping gait and hunched shoulders. They've got these short, spindly legs, long arms that reach nearly to their ankles, and a large pot belly. Its hands have these crazy long fingers, like unnaturally Edward scissors hand-long fingers, and only four of them. And they each end in a razor-sharp claw. Its body is covered with thick tufts of wiry black hair, um, and the skin underneath it is dark and thick. The eyes are this, like, bulging set of compound eyes with big fangs and long pointy ears. Uh, I look down at the captain and say, what do you want on your tombstone? <laughs> <laughs> and it comes up from underneath the captain. And uh, you're not wearing physical armor, are you, captain? I am not, now, But I am wearing... You know, armor. You have magic well. armor. You do have that magic counts. armor. Okay. So, it will make its attack, and it's going to get a plus four um, for, you know, you being sort of held, and it's coming up from behind you. Yes. And um, there's got to yeah, be... Yeah, already... It needs, like, a one to miss. I get it. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Uh, and it will sink its teeth into you for a measly 1d8 points of damage. 
Ooh. Luckily, I'm immune to poison, probably. And, no blood. Uh, we're gonna need we need some other dice in a little bit. We'll talk about it then. Captain John yeah, Winners, it's your turn. I feel the thing biting me. Yeah. I swing my weapons as best I can in its direction. Trying to go through the... Yeah, yeah, go ahead and roll me a natural 20. Oh, come on. So close, but it's not going to oh. happen. You do manage to sever a little bit of the web, and the web sort of like gives way a wee bit as the creature scurries back underneath the ground through some little tunnel somewhere um, and away. Ilrum. Uh, I walk over and put a rope down. Excellent. I have 50 feet of rope on my character sheet. Excellent. Um, the rope can be lowered. What did it look like? Sail? And I'm lowering it. Uh, well, do you remember that tavern? We saw that wench. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she. It looked like our ugly mother. She looked like her the morning after. Yeah, I'm just. I'm wondering if if would Nilrim know? He's studied magic. Would he know about this creature at all? Do you want to check on this? Hmm. Well, it's not a magical creature. So you're He's magic... worried about You know, if you're you had, around. If you had folklore or something like that, that might have been it, but you're pretty heavily teched into magic and boats. Yeah. So okay. And this is not a so. magic creature. Not a magic creature. Or at okay. least it's not yeah. one that would have come up in your studies. Yeah. Okay. But you can lower a rope to Captain John. That's fine. Yeah, I lower yeah. a rope. Bring him up. Grab the rope. Um, yeah, with Archie and with the whole party pulling and tugging on you, you can be hoisted and lifted and break free of the uh, the sticky strings below you. Um, but there's no sign of the creature once you come to the surface, other than the tunnel down below that it hurried off through. Sail as it... the captain gets pulled up, you can see like a tear in his clothing and this like large swelling area on his back. Yeah, yeah I would I, like to I rip my shirt off. Ex make my extremely rare healing check to restore some of the captain's hit points. Excellent. Oh, turn after he got hurt. Excellent. Nice. Oh yeah. I actually um, I haven't used this in so long. I think it's like one D four health. This D three. Remember. Um does that bite that bite mark looks concerning. Yes? Yes, it is. Is that right, Milrim? It looks concerning. Um, uh, you can know. you explain? Is it two fangs, Koibu? Yeah, it is. Okay. Nilrim is going to say, Sail, you should cast Neutralize Poison. I think a spider bit him. It definitely looked like a spider. However, uh, <clears throat> I had thought we were going to inspect the town today, so I brought... You have a scroll. You have, yeah, you have five scrolls of Neutralize Poison. Oh, I do. I will riff through my scrolls and uh, use a neutralized poison on the captain. I look to Nilrim with gratitude and I think Sail would have literally fucking let me die with a neutral. <laughs> Sail would have literally <laughs> let you die, yeah. <laughs> captain, I only learned to read like a year ago. <laughs> I taught you to read, you ungrateful cur. Okay. Neutralized poison is cast. I don't think there's any dice rolls involved. I think it's just done and no done. Idea. And if there was poison affecting the captain's body, it is no longer. You know, I can't see it without a mirror, but was the poison like tracking like 
through my veins. Like, because usually you can see like radiating red lines coming away from. Uh, I don't think you had enough time. Yeah. You know? you, they yoinked you out and and attended to your wound right away, and then cast a neutralized poison spell, and Bob's your uncle. Bonnie Trant. Yeah, if you would have said it was like a full jaw bite, I wouldn't have told him to cast it, but two, Nilrim thinks scorpion or spider, you know, or not scorpion, but spider. Just a couple, just a little fang bite here and there. Sure. Small fang bite. I mean, I How about you stop this. going around and looking at fucking things, Captain, without uh, us? Oh, yeah, because, you know, you can really just tell when the ground's going to fall through and it's going to be a giant fucking web trap with some weird, creepy fucking spider thing. That's Why do you need you. a stick? I would just everywhere I walk, just walk with a stick. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah, what old did, people do. Did uh, there like, could have been any of us falling in there, okay? Will Thank everybody? You, I, I, don't see you I don't see. I don't see you checking the ground everywhere you go. In fact, I remember. Wait, no, it was always me and John falling into holes. Well, listen. <laughs> what do you want, Quibble? I want everybody to roll me a surprise check. It's a D10. You want a one, two, or a three? I'm sorry, you do not want a 1, 2, or 3. You want anything other than a 1, 2, or 3. Fuck you. You told me the wrong dice. Oh, um, yeah, that's not fair. You should let him re-roll. He thought he wants to three. I think one of the three. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a reaction address of 1. Wait, Neil, let him re-roll it with disadvantage. <laughs> no, it's just... <laughs> you have a reaction adjust of 1? But it that says. actually is a real thing. Really? Where did that come from? I'm in. Yeah. Charisma, but it's not. It doesn't have oh, to be Oh, charisma with... reaction just. Never mind. I yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Yeah. There's a dex reaction just as well. Just charisma. Okay, that doesn't matter in the slightest. Um, so it looks like Mr. Mooton is the only one surprised. Will everyone else? Will everyone in the party please roll me a one d twenty as well? You want high? Just everyone else than or everyone? Everybody. Uh, you don't want to roll the lowest. Nice. Easy. <laughs> Let me take those. <laughs> You're arguing, uh, uh, Archie. You're doing the well. Captain and I are usually the ones that fall in holes. <laughs> and in the, that brief pause, you look up at the sky to try and sort out your thoughts. And up on this ridge, over here, um, you see sort of what looked to be at one point maybe just a, a bit of woods, is actually a very large moving person. It must be 19 feet tall or something like that up on this yeah, ridge. Yeah, what the fuck? And I saw him earlier. their arms, there is a bow, and they pull it back and take a shot at you. Now, luckily, you passed your surprise check, so you get normal AC and everything on this <clears throat> giant bow attack. Uh, uh, are we not going to yell out, very, very large person? <laughs> <laughs> a, you know six foot long dowel sized arrow flies at you for a 21 to hit which I believe hits you okay wait not... no but is he not no cover from the trees this is a hard shot too uh, but I think yeah. it's gonna hit no matter what I think but... I'll give them him like two for cover because it's fairly soft cover but the tree's <laughs> a bit of an open spot and that as you're drawing that arrow there Smooth. you can see it's actually going right yeah. in between most of those trees so 21 is still a hit. Um, the arrow will bud into your leg for a whopping 14 points of damage. Just what like the fuck? A whole spear, essentially, shot from the sky, impaling all the way through your leg. Which one of us? You. 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 Me. Yeah. What did you say? 21? 14, 14 damage. 14. 
14. Oh yeah, that's barely a scratch. Mm-hmm. The We're party... Uh, they get two attacks, yeah. The party can quickly begin to scramble and hop for cover. Yeah, I said um, I shall take cover. All except Nilrub, who is by the way. Going, looking up and going, what, huh? Wait, where's the thing coming from? And... Uh, oh, fuck off. Uh, I, you, you failed oh, your surprise check, my friend. I know, I'm so fine. sorry. Should surprise check not be only on the first shot? It's a whole round, fortunately. Okay. Yeah. And the second uh, shot wait. will come on through at Mr. Nilrum. Wait, 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 wait. Whoa, big <laughs> cover here. Yeah, I'll give you a bonus of them a penalty of four to their attack okay, because good. you are Thank going you. through a lot more cover. I, um, I don't get hit. The 12. Yeah, it gets tangled in this tree right before you, like, hitting some of the branches slightly. Its angle gets all bounced off and then falls to the ground at your feet. And now we can roll initiative. Okay. I shout, you know, spread out, approach from different directions. Uh, let me care toward you. I'll shout to Nilrum. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, come over here. Uh, I'm going to get in you have cover. To go to him. Yeah. Oh, well, he's the uh. squishiest and most likely to be targeted because he's going to do a lot of damage. Can I get my spell off and then walk to him? If I. Yeah, yeah if that's you what I'm going to do. That's the plan. That's You're going to cast a spell and then move? Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Oh, see, it worked out perfectly. Ooh. Let's roll. Uh, <laughs> that is the whole party, I do believe. Nilrum first. Just making sure I get four. Yeah, 44 plus four at the thing. Arrows serve. Magic missiles fly. And 15 damage. Perfectly Overall. seeking the giant over there and doing 15 points of damage, which is a, a hefty chunk, maybe about a third of the giant's life. I go over here and get in cover. Mm-hmm. Archie. I'm going to search cover behind this tree for now. Oh, wait, how far can I move? You can go 120 feet while, you know, okay. dodging between cover and staying safe. So that would get be all the way... Kind of. Can I get all the way to the guy? No, because you'd have to go, like, up You'd have to go path. up, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I guess I'm just searching for, like, the far farthest cover point I can reach. I'm going to go here. Yeah, Is that right work? up to the base of the cliff. Great spot. Yeah. Perfect. Sail. Uh, yep. I cast Chaos Ward on Nilrum, and he gets plus two AC against ranged attacks and a chance to reflect the moat back at the attacker. Excellent. Oops, that's not the right token. I want to and... take a hit to reflect it back, but I also don't want to die, so. I think the, the plus two AC is the more important part there. Yeah. Captain John Winners. Um, I'm going to sprint after Archie. I'll and... yell out to the captain. Captain, watch out for holes. There could be those little guys still. Yeah. Uh, I think what I'll do, Neil, is like press myself against this cliff. Like get ready to climb up it when Archie comes around the other way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Excellent. Well, uh, last but not least is our friendly green giant who will do a, a move sort of up and over like this and take one shot at... Eh, it might have to come down a little bit more. One shot at Archie. Can he... Wait. Oh, shit. Wait, indeed. 
He saw us coming then. Yeah. He should only have one shot, though, because he moved, right? Or no? Yes. Uh, oh, natural <laughs> one. <laughs> it gets saving caught in the That's log. Right. He might, he fall? He might... there's, there's no... It's just making oh, a shot with just him. Just for he fun. Might, he might snap his bowstring. <gasps> Neil. Hmm. I guess Neil. the shot fumbles because the ground the giant is standing <laughs> upon sort of gives way, and they... <sighs> Uh, lose their footing and begin to fall. They will get a death save to, you know, not fall for damage. Oh, oh, oh no! <laughs> oh no! They will His fall. How bad is the falling? <laughs> no oh, you roll three points you of damage. Roll another one now. If you get another one, you're gonna roll another one. Three points you know of how damage. That's how it works. Yeah, I guess there are there is descending levels of hell with failing saving throws. Okay, it's fine. Yeah, okay. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> All right, so the shot misses. They fall down amongst the rocks. It's awkward and embarrassing. Archie laughs his ass off at this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yuck it up. Like <laughs> yeah, dice. Uh, initiative. Can I see him from here or no? Am I, is he blocked? Ooh, well, they're tall. Oh, with the two. Mm, probably not. I think there's this okay, high ground fell. and a bunch of trees. Yeah. 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 Um. Cool. That's fine for me. Don't care. Mm. He's um, mad. Yeah, I am mad. Uh, yeah, I'm mad. All right. Went over the party. Sorry. You guys just chilling by the Atacapole. Yeah. Oh my god, the slowest initiative possible. <laughs> oh. oh, this is gonna be so sick. Just fucking dive at him off the He's cliff. He's about to go straight. All right, Archie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want to run off the cliff and give him a flying punch to the face. <laughs> this is fucking sick. Rowing yourself off the cliff. When the giant's tall, right? Like 19 feet tall. So their face is more or less at cliff height, um, which allows yep. you to like leap through the air without yep. taking any falling damage and. Superman punch. <laughs> That's a crit. Crits him. <laughs> oh uh, my yeah. god. 12 damage. Uh, this reminds me of the lizard on the island. Where yeah. Like, it's fucking dead, dude. The, your fist comes on to the giant. You immediately snap off this front thing over their face, which is actually just a mask. And all that green stuff coming off the back of it is like woven um, hair into the mask. And the mask breaks as the nose of the giant underneath splits and cracks and blood begins to stream down his face. So you got another... Yeah, you got another... Archie lands and takes a second attack for his, I guess, knees? Ooh. Ooh. It's no good. You need a death saving throw, Archie. Oh, fuck. <laughs> It's not as fun this way. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Archie does fall off the giant with the other attack, falling the 19 feet and taking 1d6 falling damage. Five points as you find yourself on the ground. Um, prone. Sail. Uh, I am just going to take my full movement to move towards the party. What's my movement range? 120 feet. Sure, I'll like run up here. I'll spot the captain. I see that he's looking like off to the right, and I'll run to about here. Can I sprint? No, I don't want to get any closer. I'll get to about here. Yeah, here you go. 
Um, you can move faster, but then you become like less aware of your surroundings, and enemies have bonuses to hit you, and uh, possibly penalties on saving throws. No, I'm just going to get up to the party. I can get to about here-ish. Yeah, perfect. Nilroy. Same thing. Uh, I'm going to get over here and probably lay down. Yeah, you run over here and crouch. get yourself behind some cover. Take a little bit yeah. of a crouch as you survey the situation. Captain John, you were going right. to climb this hill, but now... No, I do something else. This is going to be so epic. You ready? I start in a sprint towards the giant here. Um, I have my rope in my hands. I quickly tie a noose. All right, and my goal is to, as I'm running, launch the rope, noose it around its neck, and then like flip over it, leaping over it, tumbling, and try and like drag it down to the ground. He's got a weird proficiency for this, I think. I've right? got a rope use proficiency. He's got a rope use. So you want to leap onto the giant as you put the the thing no, no, over I its like, head. I'm like like I'm like I'm like an American cowboy, right? I want to like lasso its neck, leap over it, and then pull the rope tight as I like tumble across behind it. Right. So well, you again, you have to clear a 15 foot gap then if you want to land beyond its head. So give me that strength check, and then the 2d6 plus your level for the distance that you can jump. Well, I'm also going to have to roll to see whether I can hit the noose around its head, right? Yes. Well, it happens when you try to do cool shit. Yeah. yeah. When you're, when you're, uh, what, what do you call it when you tie a boat to the dock? You do this all the time. You just, you just throw that rope. You see dudes That's do it on true. YouTube and they do it like, it's instant. They don't even need to try. Mm -hmm. True. He's, he's like, he's tied a boat up here. You're yeah, right. Maybe I don't even need to roll. But in this situation, roll, the dock is a moving monster who wants to kill you. Fair, fair. Roll your strength check, Nick. Let's see it. Yeah, you want strength, strength check, check for the jump. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. Easy. That gets me an Holy extra d6 meal. That gets me I'll, an extra d6. You can right? roll 3d6, keep the highest two. Okay. okay, okay. And then add your level. So. Eight, yeah. Eight uh, and your 14. level? 14. 14 is enough that you can land on its head and then just jump off of it down to yeah. the ground. That's now, even better. Now make me the lasso check. <laughs> What's that going to be? Is that, do you want a rope use proficiency? I would like an attack roll. Wait, there's actually rules. Somewhere. Neil's getting the rare edition of second edition yeah. book that they've fucking released about lassoing. You're not far off. <laughs> Ah, uh, yes, the lassoing book. Let me pull that one out. <laughs> the complete book of lassoing. <laughs> Lasso kits. The lad and lasses. The cowboy. <laughs> the dock mom. These are all very reasonable books names for second The circus edition. performer. The lasso. Okay. A lasso or lariat is commonly associated with blah, blah, blah. No one gives a shit about the history. Uh, lassos are only effective when used in conjunction with a called shot attack. They cannot be used for normal attacks. If the attacker succeeds with a called shot against his opponent's legs, you can do this other stuff. doesn't matter. Um, if you succeed against the arms, it doesn't matter. I think we'll just call it arms in this situation. So it's going to be a called shot. That's an attack roll at minus four. Yeah, but I can really only see his head from the cliff. Yeah, but it's a big head that you got to get the lasso over, you know? Yeah. 
So I'm saying it's not really a cold shove. But no, but I'm saying like a lasso has to, it's not just enough to hit it. You have to get all the way around it. You know, the bigger the target, the harder it is to lasso practically. Um, okay, so it's minus four. It's still a ranged attack. I'm not getting, I've got Roku's proficiency. So I think in this case, I shouldn't get the minus two for lack of proficiency. Um, right, because you have rope use. That's fine. I'll give you that. Yeah. And you don't need uh, to hit its armored AC. You just need to hit AC 10 because it doesn't matter how thick its hide is. You just have to hit the target. So you need a 14 okay. or higher on an attack roll. I mean, I'm just going to use my dagger because it's like sure. zero bonus here. Yeah. Boom! <laughs> yes. God damn, Nick. Oh, we God did it. That was a fucking badass. Yeah, you Jeez. lasso it round the neck and then leap off its back. How much slack do you give? Do you like go all the way the 20 feet to the ground or are you going to suspend yourself in the air? What no, you yeah, I'm going all the way to the ground. I want to like slam it into the ground and I'm going to tumble as I hit the floor. Okay, so with your 220s, I'm not going to ask for any additional checks to make sure you have enough rope. So you give yourself like 18 feet of rope as you place the lasso around this thing's head and leap off of it, cunningly judging the length of rope in your hand, letting it slide totally. out just enough to give it a nice hard yoink on the way down. We will give the giant a death saving throw, which it will pass. And so it will stumble backwards with you, um, surprised and getting choked out by this, this large rope. And you will After not take any falling this. damage. After all this, it lands on Nick and fucking kills him. <laughs> would be funny. Uh, Noah will call out, Captain, try to talk to the giant. Yeah, the giant's okay. turn. It runs. That's what it rolled in initiative for. And it's got John in tow. And so it fucking takes off. And John's still holding that rope. And the two of them flying, go sailing right. through the woods. John, I think initiative again because I can get a spell off, guaranteed. Well, I think this is the perfect time for our break, and we'll come back <laughs> on the other side as John's being carried into the woods by a giant once again. See you soon. That's a... Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Tides of Death. Captain John has been run off with by the giant, who's got pretty good movement speed and like hurries themselves through the jungle. Okay, let's uh, they can go. Can get a magic missile off at least? Well, that it's... that was the end of their turn where they ran. So yeah. it depends on where you will be at the start of your next initiative. But I think their objective is to get out of line of sight from the rest of you. So um, I don't think so. It's just hard to get out of line of sight when you're a 19-foot giant. That's true. But with these cliffs and these trees and the sort of camouflage clothing they're wearing, um, why don't you make me a... Perception check at minus five. Fuck. Okay. Absolutely nice. obliterated that check. You know, sometimes you ask for ridiculous rolls, expecting the players not to succeed in them, and then they like totally do. Sometimes they fail. That's a risky take now. That is. No. So do I get my magic missile off? Uh, roll in for initiative. They might still beat you in initiative. Ten. Oh fuck. Yeah, you're gonna win. <laughs> Go um, ahead. 16 damage. Ooh. So close. Uh, Emric, not Emric, um, John, you'll also need to roll for initiative. Well, first of all, I was just gonna ask about this giant's breathing situation here. Yeah. Is he holding his breath or can he breathe? 
These are great questions. I think John is maybe a little preoccupied <laughs> with uh, positing. not running sure. into things and like being dragged along and looking for either a good- slaying the giant, you mean. Oh my God, are you fighting? You're not just gonna dip? What? No, I'm not, I'm not gonna dip, fuck that. John's looking for a glorious death. My God. Anyone Get else him. in the party wanna roll in? I'm gonna pull oh, that yeah. magic missile as well, oh, unfortunately. Oh shit. Oh, oh yeah, I might actually kill him. Well, Archie, the giant has fled. You can chase after them if you would like, uh, but you're not going to be able to get close enough to to attack as well. Oh, uh, yeah, I will chase, though. You chase. Woo! And then, John, you're being pulled along. You've got the rope with both hands, and you're, like, bouncing along the ground, sort of off of yeah. this rock, off of this, off yeah, of this yeah, ground. Yeah. I'm climbing. This round, I'm climbing the rope. I need to get close enough to strike it. So I'm going to try and climb up the rope to get closer yeah. to the giant. I'm going to need you. My dagger or my rapier in my mouth. I'm going to need you to make me a strength check or a dex check. A strength check would be you just force your way up the rope. A dex check would be you like position yourself and sort of bounce off of things carefully to yeah. give you room to climb. What's That's what I do. I wait. I wait for the rope to take me near a cliff, and then I kind of like wall run off the cliff and mm -hmm. leap off it to try and get closer to the giant. So I go for dex. For the thirty. Oh my God. Yes, you can sort of roll, wall run to the point where you're holding onto the rope and your feet are against the giant's back and you're sort of bouncing along with it as the, the giant runs through the forest. And it can feel your feet against its back as you begin to climb further. And it gives like a look over its shoulder, its mask now broken and fallen away, its nose cracked and bloody and this like huge dent across its forehead. Um, and, it like, sees a dead mouse holding onto its neck. <laughs> cries out <laughs> uh, I assume I can't make an attack this round I'm mostly saying that because I want to attack it next round so I can get the kill so otherwise no one will kill it with the magic missile you can attack this round yeah. I think you can probably get it this round you've done some <laughs> movement as a, a rope climbing Just it's just going to be my rapier though because I'm holding on with one hand right yep. right you get one attack you can't yeah. use both hands 16 uh, Back attack. 16 oh wait, that's with, a, that's with a minus four. That's with a minus four, so it's actually a 20. It's a 20. Uh, Giant has AC 17. You skewer it through the back. Right between the shoulder blades. Piercing its heart on the way through. Whoa, hold the on. Giant... No, it's fine. The I was going to say, will... no one technically killed it. And then the magic missiles come in as I'm like wall jumping off the cliff, right? And then I finally get the stuff. That's my kill. John gets the kill. That's fine. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, and you can stumble as the giant pitches forward, do a nice tucking <laughs> roll off of the back of it as the giant no, no, comes no. to a dead I stop. I surf its body as it collapses into the ground, right? <laughs> Excellent. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Archie, so moments behind you, catches up as the giant... I turn around, right? I, I turn around to see Archie sprinting, and I give him a wink as I surf along. Holy shit. <laughs> Damn right. He is no the coolest right. I am the coolest. <laughs> <laughs> That's badass. I know. I know what happened. I um, I think John sort of smiles maybe for a first time. Widely. In a while. And will like, uh, you know, give Archie a high five or something. Fist bump. Hell yeah. Well, shit. I can't believe it. I, um... I guess Stanley's just sort of standing all looking at the, the giant. 
Uh, no one will go and attempt a medicine check on the giant. Int. Oh, no, the rapier went right through its heart. And also, oh, yeah, the giant's right. way too fucking big. There's no way. You couldn't That's find fine. these wounds. <laughs> cool. Fuck him. Uh, I search him. Quickly, the party Hi. reconvenes. Um, Potato McWhiskey, Soft Earth and Stone goes off somewhere. But I like I fired. I was like I fired it off wherever Nilrum was firing his magic missiles. So like Got I don't it. know if I hit. Yeah. So somewhere out there, there's a patch of earth that's so fucked. That's mm-hmm. soft. Yeah. <laughs> there's a cliff ready to collapse as soon as someone steps on it. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's permanent too. So that's just waiting for someone someday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some other giant that lives on this island walking along. <laughs> One day. Um, yeah, so we search the giant for stuff. It's probably not, nothing useful. It's probably nothing. The giant yeah. has quite a bit of things on them. Oh. <laughs> Some twig. Some twigs. Um, Some rope. Comically large arrows. Is it well, super dead? Because I do have cure light wounds. Okay, I have scrolls. Yeah, its heart was pierced by a rapier. Okay. Definitely dead. They're coming back from that. That's a good idea. We that is a good idea. Large, <laughs> <Archie>. <laughs> yeah. That's sick. So it has its giant-sized bow. It has a whole bunch of giant-sized arrows. And now that you're getting a chance to really look at it, you can see that it is wrapped with, like, armor on itself. Its shins are covered with these, like, really thick pieces of curved bent wood and bark. Mm. And Archie, you're realizing if you had just gone toe-to-toe to fight with this thing, this armor is too thick for you to even have hit it. By the mere grace of the gods, did it fall to a height where you could engage it in melee effectively? True. Which I'm very frustrated about. I was really <laughs> looking forward to Archie trying to beat on a giant's legs and not be able to hurt it. I would and like to attempt to remove the giant's head. What, Please make what, me a butchery check. What mechanics are going on with that, Neil? Or is that just an und- on a new mechanic? Um, like, is it like bludging resist or something like that? Yeah, like the no, first 10 damage we'll, of bludgeoning? We'll figure it out when we come in against okay, it next okay. time. How about that? Yeah. Let's see. It'd be cool if you have to like beat its armor off. Um, you will find a whole bunch of like smoked meat within the giant's bag that it carries on its side. You will find uh, large size tools. You'll find like a giant whetstone used to sharpen blades. Uh, where is its tile here? Does it have like a giant sword or something? It doesn't. It has um, a very large club essentially an oversized branch that has been whittled down and then like marked with symbols on it and you will see on the club engraved into it you know old club too with lots of little stones set into it but you'll see engravings of a serpent up and down the Uh sides of the club we should bring this for den and ted captain who's that that's that ogre oh yeah (laughs) wait this is magic I don't think it's magic, but they might they might need a big stick to hit things with. Yeah, well maybe. You wanna carry it? I can maybe reduce it when we come back tomorrow. Yeah, okay. Well yeah. at least we can do as eat its food, I suppose. What do you reckon this is? I say like pouring over some of the smoked meat. Find fire starters, little bits of tinder, a whole bunch of um, leather tucked into this bag, and like I'll one of those the giant leather halls used to sew leather um they look to be a fairly civilized group 
or this this giant probably has other giants with it somewhere. Um, they've got tool making of reasonable quality. They're like literally sewing fabrics and sewing leathers, so that's pretty useful. How much leather? I need it for hundreds armor of pounds. Spells. 100 pounds yeah you can cut off strips of leather as you need but the yeah as much as you want i'll cut off i don't know 10 pounds of leather great okay yeah and you will find some pretty rocks you will know that these aren't gemstones these are like large rocks each one maybe the size of your your hand or the size of your head and they're kind of pretty um, they might each fetch, you know, maybe ten or twenty silver um, somewhere because they're kind of like they're kind of a cool rock, but it's not worth hauling right. them around. No. Well, unless anyone wants any trophies, I suggest we uh, move away from both this thing and the hole that I fell into. Keep going towards the mountain. I agree. Can I, give, can I give me an appraising proficiency check for those things earlier? Yes, for the um, wealth that was found in the mass grave that you looted. Oh, okay. Yeah. I wrote down a thousand, but if you want to give me a new number, I can. Yes, um, if you dig through it, a thousand is a little bit shy. It's actually 1,500. Oh, there we go. Yeah, I'll tell you 1,500 bucks. Is it mm -hmm. worth me recording this separately, or should I just add it as solo? Mm, there should be like a pile of things that you can sell one day that isn't exactly liquid yet. Yeah, yeah, okay. So if you want to do like miscellaneous loot or like miscellaneous selling loot. For now, I'll just put silver dragon jewelry. I mean, I really, cool. for the sake of 1500 silver, I don't think it's ever going to be relevant, but it may yeah. be. Well. Maybe. Um, okay. Yeah. We, uh, we head off. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone in good HP? No problems there? Yeah. I think so, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm yeah. a little damaged, not going to lie. I'm a little bit oh, yeah, beat you up. Wanna... Right. You wanna heal yourself? I could use some. I'm at. What am I at? You're, yeah, you're 19. Uh, I think yeah. you can use a. You can use one healing self. Do you have one in your character sheet? No, I do not. Uh, okay, I give you a whole one. We are running short of these. We have five and a half left. How much did these heal again? Nine. Got it. One of okay. the things you'll notice here. As you collect giant parts and take a look around. Also, Sale, did you ever butcher its head off? You did. 23. Perfect. Okay. Uh, its head oh, has yeah. been... So how heavy is this head? Very. <laughs> like uh, um, 80 pounds? 100 pounds? Does, okay. does Sale do this in, like, quick fashion, or would I have a chance to maybe try and talk him around before he does It'll it? It'll take a little while to hack through a giant neck. Yeah, I'll, just... like, start. Sale, I'm just... I'm not going to tell you what to do, but... <clears throat> If he's got more giant friends, and based on what he's carrying, it seems like he probably does. Uh, we might find ourselves in a negotiation at some point. You know, he attacked us, we defended ourselves, that's fair enough. We start hacking off heads and carrying them around. Maybe that's a little bit harder an argument to make. I'll stroke my beard and be like, but it would maybe make them fear us. Perhaps. I'll like try to lift the head up. I'm like, it is kind of big. Yeah, and gross. So I'll leave it. <laughs> So, like, chopped into a little bit, but not fully severed? Yeah. Okay. Could be a combat wound, maybe? Yeah. Well, you'll notice um, along this forested path, this right here is a nice, wide, seemingly man-made trail. It's quite old. 
Um, things are beginning to grow on it, and some things have fallen onto it. It's not well kept up, but this area that you're walking is a, a proper trail, an old trail, but a proper one nonetheless. And it can be followed up into the mountains. We follow the old trail that we were walking on, like we want to go with. Yes. Come down, yep. I don't yes. need the giant village who are mad at me because we killed their chief. Okay. Um, up into the mountains you go, following your trail. And Wait, so sorry, to clarify, you reckon this trail leads to the giant village away from where we're trying to go? That is the guess, yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay, yeah, I agree. Let's not go to the giant village. Alright. Go somewhere else then. Um, following the other place. Well. Yeah, yeah. Following the other trail yeah. that you were on earlier, like backtracking to the ponds and then heading off in a slightly different direction, more uh, westerly than this one, you will find a still much smaller, much more narrow old path that sometimes you lose, but you can pick up again. Luckily, it's not a long distance, and so if you get a little lost, it's fine. You can always see the coastline and the mountain peaks. So you're not going to get lost in the jungle or the woods and just die. Um, but you do find a section where there is a switchback. A little whoop, 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 whoop. Um, that goes maybe 400, 500 feet up into the mountains uh, where you see a large-ish, I guess a, a normal-sized door, maybe three feet wide and eight feet tall, a little bit bigger than normal. It's got a stone frame that um, goes all the way around it. And then this bright new door in it. This like shiny lacquered door with a big golden triangle in the middle with little blue rings coming off of each of the ends. And some trees have grown up in front of it so you couldn't quite like notice these details down from the beach or anywhere. It sort of blocks it from sight, but it's got this big fat symbol of a stair right on this old door frame. Probably Is the door frame connected to a building or not? It's just like into the mountain wall, into like a, a section oh. of sheer rock. Is, do I feel like this is where I was marked on the map? It's in the vicinity. It could very well yeah. be that, or it could be a red herring. Um, <clears throat> when you say the door is marked with a symbol of a stair, does that look like like etched original into or it. secondary? Oh, this is a great question. Because the, the stone framing of the doorway looks old, and the stone there looks like it matches the mountain. But the door here is like covered with a, a shiny lacquer which sits above the the blue and gold triangle and circles um how what so, would you what what would you do to determine if it's different or newer than the other stuff um where the symbol of a stair was carved i would like look to see if that's like older looking than the rest of it like because it would weather differently right mm -hmm. like because it would be exposed differently um compared to like the frame or let's say there was like an original door and then they just carved the Astaire symbol on top. There might be remnants of like previous symbols on the door. No, if the, if there, this was a previous door that had a symbol carved on top of it, then that previous door would have been like sanded all the way down. The whole thing looks equally weathered, which is also to say it doesn't look very weathered at all with all of that like shiny lacquer on it. Keeps it nice and preserved. Um, okay. Yeah, so it's it looks like a door. You, what'd you say? It looks like a door. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't look uh, like a like a secondary door. Like it's been replaced. Well, 
you know, maybe the whole door was replaced, or maybe the door was made with the symbol of a stair in it. Or maybe they sanded down the whole door and then put a symbol of a stair in it to hide the... I don't know. You know, uh, you said this thing's looking pretty new. Can I just, before we mess with it, is it looking like unnaturally new? Like, does it look like it's just been done in the last few weeks? No. Or does it look like maybe it's been done in the last few years? There is def like you can see areas where it's rained and then like dust has been blown on the door and the dust is still sort of stuck to the door. Um, so it doesn't look perhaps magical or repaired or cleaned or upkept at all. Mm. It just looks like it's it was made with the intent to be preserved and yeah, okay. it's probably in a spot that doesn't get too much weathering. You guys ready? Can I knock the door open? Let's try it first. Maybe it doesn't need magic. Oh, one last quick thing. Did you say the colors were inverse from the normal Astaire colors? No, it's the normal Astaire colors. I think gotcha. I, I messed up the order, which is, I was hoping no one would notice. Thank you. No worries. I take a few steps towards the door and say, uh, step back everyone just in case it's trapped. And I'll detect traps still. All right. Um, what is your detect traps chance? Because I roll it in secret. Um, it's not best. It's five. It's 5%? It's 5%, yeah. You detect no traps. I open the door. A... Confidence. Small needle shoves itself into your hand as you open the door. Um, I pretend it like hurts. it didn't happen. It takes no damage, um, but you did get stabbed in the hand by a needle. You have AIDS now. The door is locked as well. Okay, I will uh, cast Knock on it. And I will take He didn't say anything about his hand, right? Nope. Well, I'm looking at it now. Maybe I'm poisoned. I look at it. Is it swelling? Not yet. I mean, it's only been a few seconds. How long does poison take to start swelling in your hand? I don't know. Everyone <laughs> takes a moment to notice John is looking at his hand as uh, Nilrum knocks the door and it opens on its hinges. We go. Um, John, okay. stop fucking whinging in your hand. Did it shock you? Let's go. It uh, stopped me with something, like a needle or something. You'll be fine. John, you've literally gotten your head torn off. You're going to be okay. Just let us know if it starts to hurt more. Yes, sir. Let's go. Okay. You all step inside. It's a cool area within this frame. There's a small passageway that runs maybe 20 feet, and there's like a little hollowed out chamber on the side that would act as some sort of room in here. You can see signs of fire damage. You can see uh, lots of ash lying in here. There's been no time to like clean up those remains. There's no weathering events to wash it all away. This chamber is as it was the day that it was burned. Um, I'm gonna cast wizard lock on this door, which should allow me to enter freely. Mm-hmm. Okay, just... And if something happens to you, everyone else will be trapped inside? Right. Okay. And you close the door behind you. I think we leave it open for now. Yes. The famous leaving open of doors. It's fine. <laughs> no, just for now. Just what... We just walked I... in. I just want to get a sense of what's going on. Yeah, yeah. So there's this, this <laughs> small passageway with a, another door at the far end. 
um, that looks similar. It's got the lacquer on it. It's got the symbol of a stair on it. And there's this other passage, this other chamber right off to your side that is just like everything in here was burned. And as you look around and maybe kick the ash aside, you can see that there are like old nails in here, um, writing utensils, like the little metal tip of a, a quill you can find, some broken glass, um, a stone that you would use for making ink, a whole bunch of like supplies that have all ruined and useless now. But the cleric and wizard amongst you can see like tools of bureaucracy and academia sorted through here. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm looking around and I have a bad feeling. So I'm going to cast divination. I'm going to ask a very simple question. Um, will we die if we go deeper into this place? Yeah, the classic response. Great risk comes with great reward. <laughs> and he literally even says that in the spell description I think or something similar well that'll let you know the rough risk right Yeah. if it's like ah oh, there's no danger here I either failed my check or sixty percent plus one percent per experience level uh, and your level is what again seven so like a one in three chance I fail yeah but you know when you fail. Do you? Pretty sure. Yeah. If the dice rolls failed, the caster knows the spell failed unless specific magic yielding false information. Great. Um, <laughs> will we die if we go down in here? Probably not. Dangers lurk in the shadows. Uh, I immediately look at Nilrim's shadow. Like, watch out, Nilrim. <laughs> and dangers lurk. Yes. His shadow's cast by the light coming in through the open door. Which brings us to the point that beyond this next door, um, it's going to be probably pretty dark in here. Does anyone have a source of light? Uh, I have spells. I have light spells and fairy fire. <clears throat> okay. Should be good then. Uh, yeah. Uh, how's your hand looking, John? Take a look. Seems fine. I feel fine? Yeah. I mean, as <laughs> fine as you feel, you know, that sort of empty, hollow coldness within you. Yeah. No, I think it's fine. Say, uh, let's not get lost in here without any light, though. Maybe we should, um, find someone to rest and come back in the morning with magic. Still, this other stair marked door right in front of you, though. Are you really gonna back out without going through it? Are you seeing what's beyond it? Check up the traps. It's definitely not trapped. Less than a coin float. I suppose <laughs> I'll just try this door. I open the door. Um, as you touch it and turn it, it doesn't really move, and you don't really notice much, and as soon as you try to ungrip your hand from it, you realize your, your hand is stuck. And then you notice that there's a thin layer of frost 
beginning to cover the door oh, and the handle shit. as the whole thing begins to freeze in place. Yet, you can't really feel the sensation in your hand. John. Yeah. I grab John and I cast Dimension Door just outside of the cave. It should take John and I. On some of my skin. You could take his whole hand. I don't think that it would just be stuck, but... You're <laughs> gonna try to teleport him while he's frozen to a door. Wait, he's frozen to the door or his hand stuck on the door? Same, same? I'm roll saving throw against spell. <laughs> I don't think that it, I don't think that this is going to make his hand not come. Yeah, then then it's fine. Then just do it. I still roll I still roll the same thing. Yeah, that's fine. Roll me a saving throw versus death or spell. Okay. Oh. Guess we're gonna Yeah, here's my here's my logic behind that. If someone's holding, like let's say, uh Yan's character by the hand and I grab him and I'm teleporting him away. He's not going to A lose his fucking hand and B not be teleported. I'm forcing it against his will. He's coming with me. Mention door. We should sew it back on. Yeah, sew it back on, like your head. Be alright. Right. Like like Put it in the chat if you know. Teleportation isn't like a yoinking force, right? No, it's you're just you're disappearing and you're reappearing. Yeah. Well, it depends on if like the magic counts as like a grabbing force. If it's like holding, like if it's just the effect of cold, it's like magical cold. Maybe like the skin gets left behind. It's Allows for no error. I'm taking his whole his whole de his whole being. Like worst case, he loses the skin on his hand, right? Worst like... case, he he loses skin on his hand. I yeah. mean. That's a prickly boot to His hand is frozen to the door. It is frozen solid and connected to the door. And he's trying to let go and he, it's not responding to his commands. So what happens when he is part of the door and the door doesn't come with him? You can't teleport something that's attached to something else. You couldn't like hold the handle of a door and then teleport and bring the door with you to open the door, right? So what, if hold, what if someone's holding your hand yeah. and I'm trying to teleport someone away? Or if, like hugging a pole. Like, if yeah. your hand is within like a, a ring, like a, a set of handcuffs or something, you're not attached to that handcuff. The handcuff is just too small for you to slip your hand out of. So teleportation, you would easily go away from. But if you are like turned to stone and part of that stone is attached to the stone of a wall or something like if you are physically integrated with a substance I think you run into serious problems hmm. so you too will it's starting to frost over and his hands starting to get frozen not like it's a block of ice well, but I would say that no matter what, it doesn't matter because I think that even if it is yeah. a block of ice, his, in my mind, his hand would just disappear from the block of ice and he's going to appear somewhere else as normal. Maybe, but, maybe. But I think with John being not really alive and not really being sensing or feeling cold or as you might have picked up earlier, not really being affected by the poisons, um, you teleport him and he comes away with a, a stump for a hand for a 
right hand, I suppose? Just fuck his character up more. <laughs> Fucking bullshit. <laughs> Magic is a powerful thing. You're fucking wily now. John, you appear outside. Your hand oh is still God. attached to the door. I actually can we I can't can we believe it. tomorrow. I don't know what's I don't know how to react to this, so I feel like I need to think about it. That's I don't even <laughs> reasonable. Yeah. Mr. Headless Man. Yeah. Uh inside the cave, sort of watching these two blink away, Sale and Archie will see John's hand stuck to the door. Um, I will, look, <laughs> I will look on in shock. <laughs> like, no judge. Like, it's that, it's that joke. <laughs> should we, should we grab it? Probably not, right? It's still cold. Is the door unfreezing? Oh, yeah. Mm. How do you? Now, how uh, can you tell if it's unfreezing? Well, I would imagine that like the shimmer of ice on it is starting to fade away because yeah. there's no living thing touching it. Yeah, you come up to the door and you, you look at it. Ah. Maybe you you know scrape it a little bit of it with a rock or a edge of a knife or something, and the frost scrapes away and doesn't reform, and it seems to be returning to its normal temperature, which will take some time as the heat comes back in. Can I like? Use like my. <laughs> I'm like looking at the time. Like, how do I get this off? I think he's fucked, guys. <laughs> um. We can I like pry the hand off very gently with a uh, with my rapier? Just like I'm just trying to very gently see if it'll come off. You are a professional butcher, and you are used to sort of taking your time with things. You're a patient cleric with high wisdom. You can take your time, which will take many minutes, to slowly pry the hand off, you know, uh, uncarving this section and that section from the door uh, until the hand falls to the ground at your feet. Yeah, I'll pick it up and uh, look at it. <laughs> be like, it's John's hand. And I'll turn back and look at the entrance and see what the other guys are doing. <clears throat> I think they're outside staring mouth agape not really believing what has happened to them because there's no reason that his, John's hand should have stayed behind on the door. He, John should have come with him. All the all the arguments that were just made before yeah. the ruling came down are running across their faces. Yeah, I'm holding the stump up between the two of us, like, <laughs> confused. Like, what are we looking at here? Just, that, just so I know for thinking, like, what, what's the situation vis-a-vis -vis the edge of the cliff and where Nilrim's standing? Start of interest. <laughs> Uh, maybe 20 feet away. Is oh, the stump okay. bleeding? No. But fuck. Wait. I'm like, I walk over to, I walk over to John with the, with his hand, and I'm like, you left this? I'll give you a hand, John. <laughs> and, and then I noticed that his, his, uh, wrist isn't bleeding, and I'm like, wait, maybe you don't. I just sort of reach out. Maybe with you my don't left need hand. the blood. I reach out like... with my left hand quietly to take my hand back, and we'll just kind of put it on. The can you move? I, can I, you move the hand? Wait, wait, wait! I'm holding it, and I'm like, wait, 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 wait! I think I can put it back on. No, How room, are you, you gonna... have? I uh, I use rope 
<laughs> and bandages. No, fuck that. To like stick fuck it. That. <laughs> I just, I just, I take hit Neil with my left hand. Is it still frozen? It's be well. You you have a hard time feeling temperature, um, but its finger, its joints aren't moving particularly well. Yeah, well, I get it though. Mm-hmm. I like I hold the 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 wrist end of the hand. I sort of blow on it a little bit. You know, get it nice and toasty. Get it, get a bit moist, like it's an N64 cartridge, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Blow out the dust. So sort I of line that shit up. Uh, and I just sort of just put it back on there. And yeah, then I'm you... going to hold it. At the... I hold it at the wrist. You hold it at the I wrist. And just, then I just give it a little wiggle of the fingers. Yeah, and you, you notice your, your finger moves a little bit. It's a little slow to go. react, but it moves. Yeah, it's just a bit cold. Yeah. Oh, shit. And then as you let go of the other hand, it, it just falls off. Unattached. Yeah. I'm not. I don't like it though. I keep hold. As this long is as what you, we're doing for now. As long as you hold it to your wrist, you will gain some motor function. Yeah, we're gonna you let it warm back up. John, you're gonna impress so many people at the next party with this trick. <laughs> Holy shit! Um, I don't know. Needle thread. I say as the episode closes. You know, that's. I think that's the last scene, right? It's John holding it there. He's going like this, and then he turns to the party. He's like, "Has anyone got a needle and thread?" And then it does one of those cuts where like it it goes black and you see a circle. Do you know what I mean? Like the circle gets smaller and smaller mm-hmm. on the on John and then his hand. And it fades black. I think that will do us then for the day. When we come back next week, we will explore <laughs> this dungeon. Um, and in the meantime, we're gonna look to see if there are any questions from our dearly beloved patrons who make Check this out. show <clears throat> possible. Would Nil ever accept a deal with Rohi? Uh, if he had some reasonable strings attached, but some sort of real power boost? Um, probably not, no. We'll have to see. I, there was, like, one or two things that I was thinking that might be able to be, like, finagled in if he needed to make a deal for his life. But, um, the answer is probably not. Second question. Question for the cast. So far, Koibu's done a fantastic job at creating the mysterious presence that is Rohi. As a viewer, he seems to simultaneously be a powerful ally and a dangerous threat to the autonomy of the party. For the players, how do you feel about Rohi? How does your character feel about Rohi? Is he a friend, a foe, or just some other entity to interact with? As the primary interactor with Rohi, he's a capricious son of a bitch who only helps me at like the worst times. Um, And I think he is a good friend. I I think he's on our side. He wants us to succeed. I think John is scared of Rohi and has been from that first um that first time on the little rowboat with Milram. When we yeah. sold our souls to him or you know, felt that we owed him our souls. Um and everything that's happened only kind of deepens that fear and the idea that there is now worse things than death and this might not even be the end and just, you know, it's just kind of seems to be one long horror show that John's found himself in that just keeps getting um, darker and darker and worse and worse and it's slowly just turning him into a monster. So yeah, I mean, I think scared, but maybe <sighs> almost like Stockholm Syndrome a little bit, you know, where it's like, this is my only way out. It's my only choice now. Um, Archie's kind of he's a little bit conflicted on it because it's, it's all a little weird, but um, he brought his best friend back to life and um also archie's starting to feel like maybe serving rohi you know 
as the ultimate captain, so to speak, mm. might be his his true purpose. Uh, Norm's probably just pretty fearful of the power, um, and he doesn't like that all of his friends are being bound to a deity that he doesn't really know about. That's it. That's it. All the questions? That's it. That's all the questions. If you would like to ask questions, you can join us on patreon.com slash tides of death. Is that the right address? Yes. Yep. Excellent. All right. Um, then we will be back hopefully next week with some more tides of death, and then we're off for a few weeks. So catch you next week, everybody. Bye-bye. See you then. See you then.